now we're doing the show. Oh, metal. Metallica at the Rose Bowl. Black on Sunday, black. Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. The Kids spirit tickets. of Metallica. Kids tickets are only five bucks. Get out and rock. That's pedal that to the metal. That's the, uh, a little creepy. That was always the monster truck commercial. So, Mr. Crowley. Smoke entire podcast. Yeah, smoke Guten evening. What's Gu- evening in German? Guten Abend. Not Abend? Guten Abend. Guten Abend. Sprechen Sie Porsche. Magnus Oh. <laughs> Sprechen Sie Porsche. Magnus Walker in the house. <laughs> And uh, a new friend, Hannah Elliott hello. from Bloomberg. Hello, hello. Car writer that uh, you guys rolled up in your press car like a fucking boss. She's bringing some class to the West Side. Well, you can tell, you can tell, like, how, you know, how a journalist rolls by their press Caliber access. press cars. AMG GTC in a great color combination. I'm happy. Was that, was that your pebble ride? Actually, did you drive no, that I up had and back? Else for pebble. What did you have for pebble? Uh, F type SVR. See, Jack. you are who your readers are, That's and yeah. Bloomberg of readers course. need the big horsepower front-engine penis mobiles. For sure, <laughs> I put about six hundred miles on that car, so it felt How good to it? me. Amazing. Actually, the, I get the coupes. The coupes far better than the convertible. Not surprising. And I had, I had both. The coupes prettier. Yeah. The convertible with the wing looks wonky as shit. It's a the wing looks a little uh, too much. The wing looks a little weird. Yeah. Yeah. And we uh, we did one for the NBC Sports Show. Uh, we had one in uh, in the UK. The wing looks really weird in the UK because well, nothing it. nothing has a wing. Covered in, in a Union yeah. Jack flag. Yeah, like it's it's it <laughs> looks it looks not. But on the coupe, it doesn't look so weird. Nice no, car though. So such a good car. Such a good value. Coupe's what color was it? So I know when slate, I get the slate gray. <laughs> I got one in two slate weeks. Slate gray. Yeah. Gray interior, black interior. Black interior. That's a nice combo. Uh, like 132,000 starting. That, you know, that's a lot of horsepower for 132,000. So, so that's a lot. You're not even, you even breaking 400 in Porsche for 130? No, probably not. Oh, you can for a GTS. You can get into a GTS. Well, it came in GT4, that. which is, you know, like. No, a 911 GTS, which is lovely. Well, that's nice too. Have you had one of those yet? I've driven that car. We it's actually good. have a great video passing a Cayman in uh, Monterey. But to finish up with Jack, <laughs> the coolest thing was actually uh, meeting Ian Callen. On the oh, I love Ian. Yes, Everybody, loves Ian. Everybody loves Ian. Everybody loves Ian. Everybody loves that man. I, I, he is a, he, I met him once. I, you know, I don't know what he looks like, but I got introduced. I was like, holy shit, you're yeah. Ian. And yeah. I lost my mind. Did you fanboy like that? Well, it's funny. He came up to me. And then, you know, it was fan love from there. It was Rule Britannia from there you on out. You look like you. It's easy to find you yeah, in a crowd. Yeah, and, <laughs> like and then we had Mexican food with him at the uh, infamous Baja Cantina. Actually, did he yeah. show you pictures of his Jaguar? Which the Mark II Jag? Yeah. No, he didn't, but I've seen that. It's modified yeah. in, in a way not entirely different from your right. uh, newest, uh, the dark gray car. Yeah, the, the new, dark your gray new, The 68 or something? 964. They all, look the, same, they all look the same, them Porsche. They all look the same. I mean, but, uh, <laughs> Ian Callum's a great guy. Nice guy. He said he's never owned a car that he designed. You believe that? And I asked him why, because it's like, you know, he's a man of some means. He could probably afford any right. number of the cars that he's designed. He said because the the final designs were always compromised. It was always oh. like Ooh. there was some regulations yeah, or some accounting involved. I'm going to have to pull the photo out he could out never have the pure, the pure vision design. Well, think about so the concept cars when they do those and then how far it gets from that. And if that's what he would really want. Right. You, know, you have to go to Pinfarine or something. Yeah, and you, you know, you, your editor, you're, you don't want the the version of the story the editor no. prints in the magazine. You want the fucking version you sent him. Well, he also <laughs> you know? he also told me he's never owned an E Type, never even driven an E Type. He's never he, driven an E Type. That's what he that said which, because that's he doesn't want to meet his heroes, quote unquote. 
There it is. Well, no, for a man worried. with that kind of access, Living I think proof. that's lazy. He should get. A, he should drive a fucking anytime. anytime. Ian, if you're out there, sir, that's a great picture. That's with a Union with Jack in the background. Hashtag that's a beautiful picture. Right, right photo there. credit. Uh, I get yeah. photo credit on that. That's a good one. Photo. Really nice. On the lawn. You notice I dressed up to be part of the festivities up there. The festivities can adjust their attire for you. Oh, I like the sound of that. I would. Really I would have disagreed. Uh, and then I saw you in Miami at your book signing. Holy shit! Oh, the 305. This motherfucker. Yeah. Can fill a room. Mm -hmm. We went to this park, park house. Small room. It's a very, very small, intimate room. Small room. Huge line. The <laughs> line of people. That's crazy. Oh, Miami's a strange. I walked. Place. I said hi for thirty seconds and felt guilty because all these people that were standing in line who, you know, mira, mira. I didn't even say hi until like I walked in and I didn't even say hi to you. I'd been there for like three hours. You were so mobbed, and then finally I was like, I have to go say hi to fucking Magnus, and I, I. I didn't stand in the line. I just walked, walked right out and said hi. Of course, but the Hollywood. people who were in the front of the line who had been standing in that line for three hours were furioso. <laughs> That's a fun city, Miami, but right? Jesus, can you fill a room? Well, you know, there's a beard dirt don't slow you down. There's a beard convention in most cities. That that was it was crazy. I mean, that seemed like a le very legit shop, uh, park house. Yeah, park house. One of those Miami. guys are like the sort of the greatest thing in Miami when it comes to Porsches. Everything. From they had Porsches. everything. Yeah, RWBs, nine hundred and eleven Rs. They had uh, their track stuff, and right. then and I think there was one on airbags. Oh yeah, <laughs> so at least one someone, on airbags. Of course, yeah. somebody had slammed so one on airbags. Got to park hard, right? Pretty, yeah. pretty. Uh, Miami's fun. I think Miami to me is the car. I sort of forgot about Miami. I'd gone there 25 years ago and never really thought much about it. But went there two years ago with Parkhouse One. They did this great event called Das Rentraff in DRT. Sort of like the East Coast version of Rent Sport, like a uh -huh. Porsche Fest, but non-official. But sort of the passion of people down there. They're all South American, tons of Colombians and Cubans. There's a lot of... Money, and I guess it's all been there since the 80s. And the interesting thing is... I wonder thing where is, it came from exactly, in the 80s. Exactly. Cocaine cowboys, right? You know, you think yeah. Miami Vice and so it's all, all that Sega, stuff is It's all Sega game money, then. It's all Sega game <laughs> money, yeah. yeah. Venezuelan agricultural distribution money. <laughs> Colombian, you know, horse raiding uh, money. But now there's just so many cool cars down there. And, you know, that event was slammed with them. A lot of people there, yeah. yeah. That, you know, the, 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 the cars and the variety and stuff was, uh, was awesome. Well, from a Porsche point of view, the two uh, tops, uh, one and two dealerships in the whole country are down in Miami. Champion Porsche and uh, the collection are there. Yeah. But there's been, you know, to me, it's the turbo capital, everything from slant noses to new stuff. He's oh, the, down yeah, there. well, fender flares yeah. and gill. And from the 80s, it's the gills, right? Everything's, it's all them Gimbala kits yeah. and the... And, and the kits. Everything's pretty flash down White there. interiors. Was, was big power a thing down there back in the 80s, too? Because, you know, nowadays in Florida, everyone's got, like, a you know, single turbo Supra. Because like, the roads are straight. We don't need a We have I-95. No, no, exactly. It's, so it's all pretty so like, flat down do? there. And they had offshore racing and crazy power big boats. Big power boat so stuff, yeah. It's the same thing with the old cars you know racing to uh, havana what is it like 107 miles from key West yeah or the, like the there's a, a a mini 30 for 30 you know those uh, those espn docs the 30 for 30 about uh don aranow the okay. donzi cigarette boat like the builder of the fastest boats right, right. crazy story the guy you know obviously his clientele consisted of drug runners who oh, every in the 80s like every prof, quote professional offshore power ba boat racer was a drug runner right. just and they were professional you know whatever and uh, so then the cops caught on to this. The cops decide, well, shit, we need some Donzi boats. Everyone's got these Donzies. We can't catch them. We need some Donzies, too. Well, between the cops and the drug dealers, who do you think got the better hulls? You know, obviously, the drug dealers get all the better hulls. The oh, I'm so sorry about that. The cops can't catch them. Is that your dealer? Eventually, yeah. <laughs> there he is. They know here as I'm talking about <laughs> right him. Right on you. Exactly. And, uh, 
and uh, the guy eventually, um, Don Arenow, ends up getting like murdered, like mob hit style murder. It was brutal, but uh, the the boats were awesome. It sounds like and, a Scarface story right there. Yeah. And now they all drive Porsches. It's like the Whittington <laughs> brothers were the same thing, you know, racing Porsches, Escobar's racing Porsches. The Whittington, Whittington brothers. Who were the Whittington racing, brothers? Google those guys. They were racing Daytona, and it was sort of fueled by that type Timmy, of get us uh, the Whittington background. brothers. Yeah, see if we can bring those guys up, because they're pretty famous. Was this a drug, a drug money fueled racing team? Some, something like right. that, yeah. As illicit funds. Goes. Yeah, illicit go faster funds. We were just talking about Pablo Escobar's like little rally cross track he had at his crib with like you know his Peugeots or yeah, there's cool images of him in slant nose Porsches, yeah. Escobar on the side going racing. Yeah. So I find Miami a real intoxicating city. Tons of like car culture people, super friendly. Not great driving roads because everything's flat. No. It's like on and off ramps, but super picturesque at nighttime. The water, the buildings, the it's neon. good for filming. Great for filming. Yeah. Real cinematic and very few laws. Oh. Tell, I mean, <laughs> like free for all when you're just visiting, it's nice to be able to take advantage of That something. makes me think of a recent trip I took down to uh, the Dominican Republic. Is that is that those guys? That Tim? looks like those guys, yeah. Pull that up. Yeah. That's legit. Yeah. And I think Bruce yeah. Wyatt owns their slant nose uh, 935 race car. That oh, yeah. A yeah, yeah. long time confiscated because the FBI were oh. basically you know, seizing funds. What was their livery? Was it a famous livery? Black and white. The well, pull it up. Bruce Myers black and white one? It's not that one. Bruce Meyer owns the car now. Bruce Meyer 935 race car. Yeah, Bruce, if you're listening out there, we're, we're talking about your Porsche, not drug dealing. Bruce Meyer's I'm sure got, he's, uh, he's got some collection, that oh, gentleman. Nice, he's super nice guy. White with black? Yeah, there you go. That's Before, it. Yeah, there yeah, you go. That was a Rens Sport uh, yeah. last year, Super famous Whoa. car. Very good looking. So that's kind of a Miami story right there. I like that. But, but I have to talk about recently I went down to the Dominican Republic. From well, yeah, Miami. you were on your world book tour. Yeah, the world tour. The Dominican Glo Republic was kind of a slightly <clears throat> separate thing. But it's some of the craziest driving I've ever done in my life. And I'm kind of maybe a little known as being a crazy driver. But You are Dominican, a little crazy. I saw you do a double yellow pass on video on Instagram like two days ago, homie. You gotta use, I saw that video. you got to use all Credit. the road, right? you got to smack him when he's doing double. You can't do I, double yellow passes. Come on, you got to use That's, all no, the road. Come when on, the road's Magnus. straight. So if you, you want to drive in the DR and do double <laughs> yellow passes in the DR, you do just that. In America. Know. You know, if, the ro if you can see down the road and no one's coming to me. I don't want you to die, Magnus. Matter. you got millions know. of dollars to make I out there. I don't know about that. The dirt can't slow you. Down. I like but a fucking semi truck oncoming well, certainly can. You know, you only get so close. But back so to Dominican the Republic. Dominican Republic. Okay. Some of the craziest driving I've ever done. I was trying to get to 300 kilometers an hour on a two lane road, and I want it. I got what? to GT3. I got to 277, which was kind of where I tapped out and almost ran into the back of someone. But the crazy thing there is you see like five people on a moped going across the street. Yeah. Taxi cab sort of stopped blocking half the line with eight people getting in it, and it's all dinged up. Have you done much driving in the Far East? It's kind of like that. No, in Thailand really. and stuff. It's like it's real crazy, like that. Just Dominican was like being in like being in Mad Max zone. Crazy thing down there is so much poverty, but the half a percent that have the wealth, they're super wealthy, and they're not driving around in base model boxes. They're all in Turbo S's and GT3s and just free for all down there. Kind of exciting and crazy at the same time there's a lot of places where the haves really uh really run the show right and are above the law the, the middle east a lot of there's a oh, lot dubai. of that going yeah, on I've never dubai. Gone there. you've you been know, there right i've been to dubai yeah what is that scene like um it's really weird 
very nice people. Everyone we met in Dubai was great. Um, it's very were, diplomatic. Though. Very diplomatic. It's really a culture shock to see, um, you know, a, an Arab guy like in a full dish dash roll up in like a Shelby GT 500, you know, 68 KR. And then King he pops the hood and goes out, and he pops the hood and he had LS swapped it. And oh, it was wow. like, it was just the most like, where, who are you? Where did you come yeah, from? It's kind of amazing. You know? Yeah, no, it was going to a car show is kind of like going to a car show in America until you see the, the, the gold stuff, yeah, yeah. which is real. Um, <laughs> you know, it's, it's just, it's a weird place though. It's very, um, it's very like visual, but then there's not a lot of depth. Right. Skyscrapers catch on fire a lot. Any cool roads there though? <laughs> roads to uh, nowhere. There's a road called the Road to Nowhere. Right, right. If you know about the Road to Nowhere, yeah, that's pretty that, much. Right? Yeah. So the Road to Nowhere is called Jebel Jace, and it's uh, 13 kilometers long or 14 kilometers long. So like is that. it four lanes the whole way too? And it's two lanes each way, and perfect it just tarmac. goes up a mountain. It's perfect tarmac, and it was supposed to go to this hotel never that did. doesn't exist. So uh, Tim, just pull up the Road to Nowhere. Um, you don't have to know it. Jebel Jace is, I couldn't even spell it if I wanted to. Oh, well, I do have to say, this is Dubai. great, being able to pull stuff uh, up on your screen here. You yeah, we're, trying to, we're trying to get like actual, yeah, like some real, actual like production happening. So it's um, more than just uh, smoking tire coaches. That one, that's it. Yeah, that's the road oh, to yeah, nowhere. Yeah. Sick. So mm-hmm. it's really wide. Cool. There is, you know, Dubai is enforced entirely by great, cameras. And there are no... Yeah, Tim, I forgot to mention, you can, <laughs> on that browser, sorry to go all logistical during the middle of the show, but Technical you time. can use Command Plus and Command Minus to zoom in works? and out when you pull the picture. Okay. So just, yeah, I think you can, I think, so, so we can full screen it. Anyway, you know, for the visually impaired that, is where, that is where you drive fast in Dubai. Or track. According to Thaddeus, track days are pretty cheap and plentiful. Yeah, you there's know. plenty available. There's there a lot go. of track Now, where did you drive out there? Look at so that. I drove an Aston V12 okay. uh, Vantage, and then Harris, Chris Harris drove a Porsche 918, okay. and Spinelli got the Ferrari Special. Was that one I of those? Got, oh, I got the shaft a little bit, if really? I'm honest. You guys did swap cars? I got the shaft just a, just a bit. They owe you I, next time. I, well, I had to go with the 918 right? on that road. Then it was very Starship Enterprise. Okay. Now, talking of Aston, oh. though, how's the, how's the manual transformation on your Aston? It works good. It works good. It tr- completely transforms the car. Really? So another manual I just drove yesterday. Someone had manual swapped one of those Mercedes CLK 430s with the round lights. You know, the, the kind of good-looking one from like 04. Kind of Someone put a six-speed in one and completely transformed that car. Had some slush box in it originally. Back to Ian Callan. I was talking to him about that Jag. I said, this would be great with a manual. You guys should, you guys should make one. He said, we do. Nobody orders it. They, oh, the V6S, they come with a manual. It's actually a BMW M3 gearbox. If anyone's wondering how a manual F-Type feels, just like an M3. Just like an M3. Get one as the press car. I'm sure they've got one. I've had that car. The, man, the manual yeah. F-Type? It's yes. badass. It's amazing. It's very nice. Yes. Press cars seem to be fun. OPC is mm-hmm. what I'm calling them. They're, they're very, very fun. Cars. Yeah, they've, they're, they've been tough to schedule this summer. Really? I don't know what's going on with the press car game, but they've been tough to schedule. Influencers. Influencers. Influencers get cars now. They yeah. Are they not press? They're not official press? That, you, what else that's is, a different what argument. What else has been that's on a different your, conversation. What yeah. else have you driven that's good? You know what I really liked? The E400 Mercedes. The, the, the twin turbo six? Yeah. E400 coupe? I just had, yeah. Okay. It's good. I know it's unexpected. It's really surprising. Good it's LA good. car. Good city. Yeah. But yeah. I had it in New York. It was good fun. New York car too. You mm-hmm. work in Manhattan? Mm-hmm. You go in and um, out of Manhattan or you live in Manhattan day. too? Every day. I live in Manhattan. I live in the East Village. What do you do with press cars in the East I Village? I park them around the corner. Really? I drive to work every day. You street park them? No, no. In a garage. You drive from one part of Manhattan to other parts every of Manhattan day. in a press car? I have car? a different car every week, <laughs> every day I drive. Do you have a fleet? You do. Is there a fleet manager at Bloomberg? Uh, that must be awesome. No. I'm, I'm the fleet manager. 
Hustler. Hustler. Yeah. Hustler. On the hustle. No. Street parking, yeah. press cars in New York's in the East no, Village, No, I mean, it's a, it's, a, it's a thrill. East Village is upscale now, though. It's not like East Village of 20 years ago where it was, you know, No, it's not theft, out. but I lived at 16th and 1st for two years, and yeah. it's fucking impossible to, to park It's anymore. very challenging. The only garage is at, like, 10th between 2nd and 3rd. There third. are a couple it's hidden far. ones, but you kind of got to pay off the guys. That's yeah. the That's one on the road the from the The main thing is you, you got to slip him an extra little something. To take care of your expensive cars because well, they don't. Standard they anyway. don't want to. That's standard. Yeah, you got to work it a little that's, bit more. That's pretty standard. I once had a, a Ventador for a week in Las mm -hmm. Vegas, and I recall specifically spending three hundred and seventy-five dollars yeah. tipping valets to course. not do their jobs and let yeah. me park it myself. Money well spent. Yeah. I'll agree. tell you what. Hundred percent. Yeah. I agree. And, you gotta, and stimulating the local economy. Yeah, you I'll gotta, tell you, you what was really good, and you're gonna want to talk about this too. Is McLarens. Oh, the McLarens are the best. How good are they? The 570s Spider, he had the 720. You got to go in the 720. Hold them. I want to hear. Honestly, the 570 amazing. is lovely. That's going to be their bestseller next year, of course. for sure. Look the sports series. That. Look at that. It's a great. The color sports to series me. has totally changed well, their sales. Oh, look at that. Blue. Doubled. Like a Miami. Blue. Can you go that, to my Instagram? That there? is called. Um, That's like Miami blue, the Porsche yeah. color. That color is called. I paid twelve thousand dollars. Paint for this. to sample, <laughs> right? Kira, Some people. No, it's Curacao blue. It's Curacao a, it's blue. Curacao blue. It's a new color this year. They introduced three new colors for oh, the five seventy. Someone went to the fucking uh, press spider. briefing. Curacao yeah. blue. There you go. One <laughs> of the three new. That's I drank funny. all the Kool Aid. Please introduce us. You can drink the Kool Aid. Five seventy S spider in Curacao blue. One of three new colors. Whoa. Will be their best selling car next year. Of course it will. This last of the sports series introduced, and that series has doubled their sales. How and totally was the torsional rigidity without the roof, though? There's no room. Look, the, the body, the, spider the body of the spider versus the coupe is the same exact body. The Why same is that? Because of. The underpinning yeah. it's the same she paid attention I, it, it, she knows look, i know Proper it's, a, it's the same exact car i would like to voir dire this witness <laughs> 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 i just watched my cousin Vinny on the elliptical today my cousin Vinny on the elliptical we would like to uh, voir dire the witness. Uh, no honestly it's it's such a beautiful fire. car probably it's fire. really really beautiful is there it's a gt amazing. and an s car. spider can you get either a um, spider there, just I believe thing. there's a GT coming. Of course. I don't know that for sure. That's 570S Spider. If they don't roll out a new model every six months, yeah. they get bored. So they're yeah, right, that, yeah. is, that would be their general progression. They are committed to devaluing their McLaren. used cars every single I cannot speak officially, but that's their general progression, I would imagine. The, G, the, the 570 GT was awesome. Sure. It was so nice inside. Maybe even an LT. Inside out. We got to Maybe. drive a 570 GT across Iceland. That would be the natural progression. If you if you go to my Instagram, I'll show you some video yeah. of me driving both those cars. Five are fucking lovely, and thank you for that press briefing. You're welcome. It was pretty the good. Seven twenty though. Seven twenty. Please, Magnus, well, educate us on the seven twenty. For some reason, to that press briefing. No, no, I, I've gone to that. I've gone to no press briefings, but somehow I got loaned the five seventy for a week, and I ended up giving it back after three days. Said, How come you gave it back so quick? I go, well, I've sort of driven all I need to do. Drove my favorite road, Angeles Crest Highway. I had the guy come along with me. We shot a little video, and he goes, oh, you need to drive the 720. And then I was lucky enough to drive the 720 a couple of days ago in Monterey during one of their test drives and ended up going over Laurel Grandes three times. Because just chasing down Lambos. You know, and Grandes? It's yeah. great. Laurel's great. Great, Laurel, what is it? <laughs> Laurel's great. Laurel's great. Yeah, that road. That's a great road right there. It is a good road. Even I if like there's it. traffic, because you can chase them down That's and you can do true. some bonsai passes. So like it was a little bumpy. If you pull up on that Wait, Instagram. Do you have to sign into my Instagram to do that? Uh-oh. Oh, That's technology. Oh, no. Hold on. We can do it on the iPhone. I'll show you the no, little we video. No, we can't because then we can't pull it up. Well, 
you tell us how the 720 was while I sign into my fucking 720 is just a better version of the 570. Let's leave it at that till the video comes up. Oh, please. <laughs> I don't know it's nothing about short. torsional rigidity, but I do know that on that road, I hit the rev limiter in second gear, Not and there's no straight line on that road. And then almost hit it in third as well, because the guy said to me, you know, just rev it out, rev it all the way out. How's it, how's it feel in the hands compared to the 570? Oh, super tight. I mean, there's no roll in that. Goes around corners real well. I don't know how it does it. I just kind of go like that and... The it ride is usually around. what uh, does it with the McLarens. They yeah, usually just super ride nimble. Because mm -hmm. after Everyone's that, saying it's like under, it's underrated by like 150 horsepower, and it's actually making like 700 of the wheels. Well, I don't know why they would do that though. Why they would underrate it? Yeah. Because then they can sell one that has more power later Next without actually yeah. doing anything. The S version. They underrate the, the 570s as well. There's no fucking way that car is making less than 600 horsepower. There's no way. I took. I had a 570s at Monticello, which I'm sure you've been yeah, to. Yeah, of course. In New York. It's a beautiful course. place. You know that the the main back straight. Yes. I spun the tires in third at 110 miles an hour. Wow. In the car. <clears throat> That's pretty good. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Didn't you do so that? Asking. I, I have you it, have yeah. you asked McLaren? Have you asked them directly about if it that? Makes, if it's underrated, because yeah. they will always be totally upfront. Uh, they'll be totally No, I just. But it. I, it would be interesting to have it on the record as a journalist. To have them on the oh, record answering that. that no, Jonah. <laughs> I, really. I want to I hear them say it because then you could show them later on and be like, what's up? I got to stop right there, though. Um, Spinning the tires in third gear at what speed? I'm going to say 110. Maybe on was, a racetrack. That yeah. just makes me think about you and I driving the Shortworks GT2. And oh, we were wow. doing that at like, what was it? So I think we saw 147. 147. Yikes. Yeah. Where we was this? On the freeway. Like the fucking oh, five. Not on, on the racetrack. Of course. Freeway. Yeah. Sure. Allegedly. Yeah. Police Close escort. Freeway. They blur. They tried to like blur out my mouth in the video when I said what the Except speed time. was. Yeah, it didn't really work. Because I said to him, what was that, about a buck 50? And he turns and goes, really, no, 147. It's really it? quick. <laughs> yeah. That car was very fast. That still is a very, very fast car. You got in seat time in the GT2 RS? The new one, no. The new one? No. That looks very fast, too. We'll get to that in a minute. But if you scroll here, there's a video. Uh, Can we down feed there. video? Ooh, we haven't tried that yet. Yeah, play that. There's only a short clip. Wait, let's see if so, you can... So here's... This is actually the Ferrari, because I'm going to get onto the bit where... I we haven't actually tried to play video live yet. Let's see if it works. Here we go. Oh, it does. Of I think course. it does. That's... Should. Yeah, there's a double yellow there you pass. Go. <laughs> yeah. but that is not in the McLaren, though. This is no. not a McLaren video. No, that's a 48. So, yeah, so yes. after the McLaren thing happened... I got the opportunity to drive this, the 488. That color is magnificent. You love that, right? I no, love it. No, you've got it. No. You can be on no, khaki. Matt. Read all the comments. You've got a lot of There's comments going on. There's one comment there. that what, I love. 59 comments I got to go through? No, you go through a couple of them. Everyone's going to tell you how much they love the color like you, right? Because everyone's got great taste out there. What, so, no, to finish up on the... From that angle, look white. Be honest, I don't care what all these people think, Magnus. There you Sorry. go. It's only a matter of what you think. I, no, it's not. It's a matter of what you think and you think. You went to the press briefing. These assholes didn't go to the press briefing. Here's what I, I think. Is having, that a press car, that beautiful color? Yes. Yeah. That's a presser? Wow. Yes. So having driven both of those back-to-back -back on the same road, I would say the McLaren 720 is a better car. But if you scroll down, the other cool thing I did in Monterey... Was you see yeah. that bus play that? You video? actually got a oh the Vol the electric Volkswagen thing. Yeah. Wait, we got to actually yeah. uh, go further. There is a video. Go Tim, there we is a send video. that over to the live feed, no, bro. Other way, going the wrong way. The forty the forty eight looks like the oh, color Tim one. was showing us for his uh, truck that. yesterday. Yeah. It's like the Tacoma sand Check thing. This thing. Like the or sand. the color of a hearing aid. Or that. All yeah. all, all good exciting things. Hearing aid. Can't see that. So this was pretty cool. I mean, honestly, that looks like you're on a Disneyland ride. It was pretty cool. It was one of the most fun things I drove up there, and I drove a lot of things. That uh, v, what is it? The VW uh, ID Buzz, Buzz, Buzz. 
concept. That's cool. Concept. Fully electric. They will definitely build that. Yeah. I mean that genuinely. It's pretty cool. Sure. Everyone uh, seems to want them to build that car on the, or that bus, and they've been waiting for it to. I mean, everyone, really everyone wants more space, and it's electric. Like it puts everything the two moves around together, inside it, it on a rail. Like the driver's seat literally goes backwards, turns around. That one. Oh, that's pretty cool. Down, and then the center console moves on a rail. So when you're driving, all the stuff is there, and when you sort of relaxing on the bed, oh, that's TV neat. crops up and all that stuff. It's like being in IKEA; it just all moves around. Remember, uh, Mini Countryman had that rail system in the middle of it. It's a stupid car, but it had that yeah. one. Yeah. It had this rail system. It was like a four-seater, and this railing thing went Everything right down the around. middle. And, like, the cup holders went on the rail. And right. And you could slide that. them back and That's kind of how that is. There's, there's cool. a center one and then a, a perimeter one where the seats rotate around. Sounds, like musical chairs. That sounds awesome, actually. It's kind of wacky. Is that, Will they make that? That's, that's not they claim they're making like that, that by 2022. They, they won't make it with those seats, but they'll, they, I bet they'll totally make the nostalgic-looking VW bus that's electric. Yeah, there's demand. There's of crazy course. demand for of course. it. Crazy. Our coverage of that van beat our coverage die. of the Maybach, the new Maybach debut that Mercedes did by far. That Maybach. You like that? Sick. 20 feet long? Tw Fuck literally 20 feet long. There's a photo of it. If you scroll down, you'll and see a photo drives. of it. And it drives. It actually does drive. Keep going. We went to that car yeah, is the premiere. Uh, I think you passed it. He's Boy, speeding Timmy. on that. Uh, Timmy's. You're fucking. Right, there it is. There. It's vertical, right? Is it that vertical? Because you can't yeah, fit yeah, yeah. it in the frame. Center, yeah. center you cannot. Vertical. <laughs> Underneath the McLaren. There you go. Yeah, you can't fit Next it. Next to the GT2. It yeah. look like a car. Yeah. It's more Couldn't of a get yacht, it in the really. Shop. Look at it's the size of, of that thing. Oh my god, all the audience is going to hate this picture. Jesus. And it's not, it's not the really hood exemplary. opens up like you scrunch it together. It opens up in the middle. Like cars like from the 30s. Oh, that's cool. Right. Like old yeah. exactly. Duesenbergs and stuff. But that's that right. that right. looks ridiculously hot. Someone's going to spend $20 million for that. They're making only one. Yeah, Birdman. Remember you got that Accelero sure. thing? Sure. The Batmobile-y yeah. one? Yeah, of course. That's way better than the Rolls-Royce that smiled in the back. Oh, that Rolls Royce stinks. I never that saw that. Very bad. This guy's coach built Rolls mm -hmm. Royce. No. Oh, what is the name? Pull that photo up. Uh, Stinky coach built. This was Rolls in Carmel, or this is somewhere rough. else? Yeah, Tim, just look at like one of one Rolls no. Royce Phantom Coupe or some shit. I do it's like the new Phantom, the Phantom Eight. The new Phantom looks good. I think yeah. it's amazing. You're probably be on the list amazing. for that with your readership. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Fucking of course. You funny. and like Dan Neal. Dan Neal is like sure. his press car game is so tight because who wants who doesn't want to be in the Wall Street Journal? Everybody wants to be in the Wall Street Journal. Nobody They've got get, a beard section. Nobody right? wants like to be a beard on the tire. No, everybody uh, wants to be on the smoking the tire. Is that what we're on? No. I thought we were doing Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk about UFC? We can go be, we can be on Joe can Rogan. Can we talk about Mayweather? The big McGregor fight, right? Zach, we helped him find the correct one. Oh, you want to talk about May McGregor go. and Just Mayweather? Just tell me who you're betting on. Fucking Mayweather. I hate Floyd Mayweather. You ever seen The Great White Hype? Of course you have, because you've never seen The Great White Hype? I've never heard those words together. Oh, The Great the White Great Hype, White Hype is a no. fantastic movie from the 1990s with Samuel L. Jackson, John Lovitz, Jeff Goldblum. That's the ugly Rolls Royce. Oh, oh no. Ugly. Can we the see May, a big the picture My, of wins the concept contest with, uh, that's, one, uh, that's a guy's personal commission. Wow. The Great White Hype is about a hyped up fight between... An aging, lazy, rich, entitled black champion played by Damon Wayans and a, a white guy that they find who was like the only guy to ever beat the champion as an amateur. And he's like, they, they hype it up like the white guy's got a shot. Peter Berg plays the white guy. 
Damon Wayans is the boxer. A, it's an all-star fucking cast. <laughs> Jamie Foxx is in this movie. This movie has one of the greatest casts of any fucking movie. But the two leads just went on to become directors. Right. Actors. Hmm. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> it's a great it's valid point. Yeah. But this is, the, this is the story of this fight. Floyd Mayweather will beat the shit out of Conor, Maywe Conor McGregor because it's Floyd's rules. He knows how to box. But they cut down to eight-ounce gloves from 12, I think. Right. That's it's different. Getting hit by Floyd Mayweather. I don't know. I, I How no much idea. older is he than Connor? 10 uh, years? More. 12 years? He's like 40 something. He's never yeah. been defeated, though, Mayweather, right? I never. Thinks not as a professional, no. though. 50 fights? Yeah, yeah but he 50? can't get hit. But he, so can, he knows how to not get hit. He knows he's so you're good at not getting hit. He's really good. That's why his yeah. fights are boring as he's shit. Really he's really good at blocking the pass. Yeah. Might not be the fastest, I'm but I'm not an expert at this, but it really seems like they're hyping it up. Are you going to the fight, or are you going to watch it? Or? I, I gotta, I'd love to watch Are you going to watch it? No, I don't think so. Did someone it's offer to take weekend. you? <laughs> no. Saturday, right? Yeah, it's no. This Some Porsche guy yeah. who Some tribute, Porsche guy in Vegas. liveried his, <laughs> his Cayenne yeah. Come out you. to Vegas. Yeah, Break yeah. out your fur. Yeah. The tractor. Get out and plow. I'd love to watch it. It's this weekend. We're going to be at Grid Saturday. Life. Saturday. Saturday. Grid, Grid Life Atlanta. Yeah. Let's talk about Grid Life. You said that's like got the bill? Kind of. It's like Time Attack and Drifting and uh, HBDE and Crazy Builds and Streetcars mm -hmm. and uh, at Car night show. it's a music festival. Got it. So that is Gatbill, which I describe as Mad Max meets Burning Man on steroids. I think steroids. the cars are crazier at Gatbill. Yeah, yeah, they a thousand are. Horsepower, the horsepower, station are wagons, general. held together with duct tape and zip ties. We have the duct tape and the zip ties. Got for it. Sure. Got that. I drove actually. I drove a last in the other one. I drove a Volvo Amazon. Are you driving 60. it? Yeah, I, I test a bunch of people's cars okay, for okay. tracks. So I'm driving like you do the one take. Yeah, so I'm driving like a Silvia and a crazy Honda okay. and a Saturn Sky with a two JZ engine in it which should be no one's this race you just did a 24 hour race down in road atlanta vir uh that's Lee. great track right you were driving at fucking night dude no not at vir it's terrifying yeah, yeah, yeah. i have <clears throat> i was so shamelessly scared to race at vir at night it's so dark it's a fun track in the daytime oh it's beautiful it's the best the i had a great great two hour stint in the day what and then it got driving? dark in e30 okay uh it got dark it's it was the scariest there's, two there's hours no, of my no fucking life. Dude. No lights on the track. No, no lights and all these terrible cars. This chump car. They so it was a chump. Twenty. It was a chump. Yeah. Car. Okay. Full twenty-four okay. though, and all these chump cars use these. Uh, use these. So it's uh, like the twenty-five hour Le Mans, uh, lemons minus one hour. Basically. Basically. And the cars, cars are, are a little better. A little lemons. better. Yeah. But they all use these cheap like Chinese LEDs. They're super, super bright in a rearview mirror, but they've got no like throw. Okay. So they're it's worthless as headlights, but they're just so distracting when they're all around you. It's it's gnarly. Very scary. Well, later at night when you guys were asleep, uh, it got it started to rain, and then Lee's on the radio and he's like, uh, "It's getting foggy in the back." Yeah. He <laughs> was getting real. Sketchy. There was a crazy storm in the middle of the night while Lee was in Lee Keen. Who he's a cool guy. Cool guy, yeah. incredible driver, yeah. just one of those Told robots. Well. Yeah. Great for sharing a race seat yeah, with because we don't exactly. do adjust it much. Yeah, and uh, he said that they're the worst conditions he's ever seen. And in he's a race raced car, no ring ever. Right in the middle. Well, it was like four in the morning, and there was inches of standing water all over the track. It was craziness. How'd you guys do? We finished. Well, there you go. Everyone's <laughs> yeah, a winner. Then if you true. finished, everyone's we finished a winner. Finished it, and uh, I don't think it gives away the story because a lot of people were there to see this. We literally. Lee got a flat tire on the very last lap of the race. So he kept going. And so he finished the race with like a... And you couldn't write that shit. It was, yeah, just, it was a brilliant ending. That's the way to win. To, uh, but it was fun. Well, congratulations. Really, you, you should... Do you, you, I know you do like track days and stuff. I used you to do done a lot some, of them. Uh, 
I've raced. For, well, I haven't raced. I've done track days at VIR because my buddies down there, the Ingrams, they do track days. Oh, down there. I met them. Yeah, They're Cam, great. Yeah, super cool. Road scholars. Road scholars. Yeah. Have you driven? You've seen their Cayman? Oh, I drove yeah. It. I've driven the Cayman the in red Miami. One? I drove it in Miami when what they first a built nasty it. Nasty bitch. Yeah, you that drove car it too, is, right? Oh, so uh, yeah. That car's pretty awesome. Lovely. That thing screamed because yeah. I edited the video and was like, "We got to turn yeah. all this audio down." Yeah. Hannah, this is a wide-body Porsche Cayman that has a four point two liter. There it is. I took that picture. Oh, beautiful. That's that road scholars. I love the Cayman. It's got a four point two in it. that's making like. I think about 425 at the wheels, like it's detuned. It's got a full GT3 front end. Yeah, it's a great build. All, all metal wide body. That was Danny 100 car. right there. Beautiful car. Danny 100 put that together. Well, you together. know their car was the lone Porsche on the Concord lawn on Sunday and won its class. Whoa. Oh, that, the bent yeah. window thing? Yeah, is that yeah. What 52 was? Roadster. The only Porsche. Was, is that... What uh? What is it about the bent window? What makes that special? Early looks cool. Rare, Slightly different. Not many of them around. You know the Gamun Coupe and then yeah. the Prie bent windows. There it is. That silver one to the right of that one. That's yeah, that's that it. one. Yeah. Fashion, fashion gray. Danny one hundred. The most drab possible looking three fifty six. What is class at Pebble Beach four days no, ago? No, for sure. I spent more time on golf courses in the past week <laughs> than I've done in my whole life. <laughs> God, I wasn't playing golf, and I so don't play golf. So how else was Pebble? It was great for me, and I, I mean, it's not my favorite event, Pebble. I've only ever gone twice. Monterey Car Week is, on one hand, it's great because you see everything that you'd never see on the road. You see multi-million dollar cars yeah. parked in the dirt because there's nowhere to park. What generally is uncomfortable and irritating about Monterey Car Week for me is getting around. Yeah, mm -hmm. Like that 10-minute drive becomes a 45-minute yeah. drive, and there's no shortcut. But this time, for me, it was great. Went to a lot of different things. Normally, I'm just Laguna Seca, Porsche, and that's about it, though. Works reunion was there, and then uh, hanging out, driving this one around. I got invited to things I never thought I'd get invited to. Like. Yeah, media credentials are dope, right? <laughs> you been to the Quail? Yeah, you don't have to sneak in. Did you go to Quail? Yeah, I went to the Quail. I went Quail's to Quail's fire, right? Started out at that Jet Center uh, <laughs> lab place mm -hmm. on whatever night that is. Wednesday, real down Thursday. to earth at the yeah, Jet real Center. Real down to earth, just <laughs> blending in with you know another beard convention at the Jet Center in Monterey. <laughs> yeah, then I went to the Quail, which was. Uh, <clears throat> Some pretty cool cars there, really. Yeah, the it's more about the open oyster bar, my the friend. Interesting the interesting thing about the quail buy. is, you know, when they were doing the awards at the end, there were probably 100 people in front of the stage. Nobody cared about the awards at the quail. You know, no. just, it's like a schmooze fest there, I think. They, they care about it, like, kind of mm. later, you know, like on Instagram. <laughs> they, yeah, don't, they don't give a shit there. Not there, no. No, no one's going to stick around for the fanfare the way they do at the concourse. No. I mean, for me, the but it's cool to just like you just be in traffic idling next to a 250 GT, yeah, you know, California. Exactly. But here's the move, Dan. Neal, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna blow up the spot. But Dan Neal had the move two years ago, which was when helicopter. He no, he drove some Bentley from LA to Pebble, okay, and had a press Vespa delivered oh, to go. his Smart move. house, yeah. and he Vespa. rolled around. Mm -hmm. Like it was in Quadrophenia. Dude, he rolled. Over, he got anywhere in 10 minutes on this yeah. Vespa yes. in Monterey. It was genius. Yeah. Absolutely genius. Parked right up front. No one gave a shit. Did amazing. he dress up as the jam, though, and put on the park? Oh, really you know, oh he, he's the most well-dressed Vespa yeah. rider ever. <laughs> yeah. He would look like an Italian tailor showing yeah, up. Yeah. To kind of, he got I mean, a special he helmet. He was this year, too. Oh, he, he always did. full jacket yeah. and everything, yeah. He was representing. He does it. Pretty smart. We love Dan. But that's the move. It sounded to me like you didn't go up there. I didn't see you up there. I didn't. It's in between two. It was like right in between two trips. So it was just yeah, no way. I could no do it. time. Sucks. It'll be there waiting next yeah, year. Yeah, next year it'll be the same people. Same but you story. were about to say the highlight for you was what? It was just driving different cars. I mean, oh. normally, normally it's hopping out of what I call OPP, other people's Porsches. You know, I actually flew up to San. It's funny. I came back from my trip, which we'll talk about later on a Monday, five week trip, and then went up there on the Wednesday 
flew up to San Jose and drove down with Alex from Sharkworks in his 964, which you've hung out with him. It's always a fun time with yeah. him. Yeah. So big shout out to Sharky out there, wherever you are. Sharkworks. Uh, they're very act- Alex is super active on Instagram. I think he has liked more of my posts. So thank you, Alex, yeah, he's good for liking all my posts on Instagram. And for those His little 964 is nice, too. Yeah. Well, you drove that? Yeah. So I drove that down. I mean, they're great at making things go faster and sound better. And, yeah. yeah. You know, they really excel at that. And sort of their... I think their greatest, well, everything's great that they do with GT2, GT3, but the GT4 there came in GT4. That's oh, the silver one. That silver car one. was You, you nice. did a one take on that, I right? loved it. Yeah. yeah, that car was really good. I mean, one, the moment you shift out a second gear, you know there's mm. something slightly different with that car. That's good. So that was my Monterey experience, really, and then came back uh, yesterday, put like 600 miles on that Jag. You know, I'm a former E-Type owner, so I like, I like the idea of Jag. E-Types are great. I drove one of those like hot roddy ones. It wasn't like the eagle. eagle. It wasn't an okay. eagle, but it was, it was basically an eagle. But it wasn't, you know, it wasn't from Mine's that brand. Eagle, it was incredible though. Just the 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 motor Talking. and that. Yeah, it was awesome. Elegant. Yeah, I mean, they still look cool over fifty years later. But oh, just yeah. like there's there's nothing there. They're so, so like minuscule. It's crazy. Very thin. Like, there's a jack shop just down the road here, and every now and then an E-type coupe. Uh, green. I've been behind it in traffic before. I'm like, what, the, what are you there's doing a, here? Yeah, there's a great timeless. little Jag shop up the road here. Mm-hmm. They have a, a full Union Jack XJ Coupe in the parking oh, lot. Sick. I want to give the them. That's cool. Oh, I want to oh. give them six hundred dollars. We took for that. a hot yeah. lap. <laughs> flip, flip back to the Instagram. I'm going to show you the little hot lap oh, parade lap we did with a uh, Paul XE. Edwards, this Jag driver. It's closer to the top. It's great that you've got this thing up there. Yeah, we decided to Scroll to try and be like professionals. Uh, it's only worked. Yeah. Partially. You have to see the video well, last last time he was on, remember Magnus was giving me shit because he's like, if only you had a device in front of you, you could look yeah. up pictures to show the audience. <laughs> yeah, I'm sitting on my laptop. You know, I put it in the Ma- Magnus, gone, maybe you were the in, inspiration the, for that. Possibly. I mean, this has existed. I mean, this is great. Trying to find. So what, photos do we not have about. a video? Do we not have this video? Uh, I put it in the wah, story. Wah. But it was great in the uh, Union Jack Jaguar. This guy was drifting pretty much the whole lap at Laguna Seca. Those I like I love the historic are races nuts. are awesome. Yeah. I just love it. They're actually being, you know, we can, we can admire the metal all we want while it's sitting still, but hearing it, the different ones ring out, and how does this '60s Mustang sound compared to this E-Type running yeah. the same class? Like, yeah. that's awesome. an experience. You see some really serious driving as well. For sure, True. some, some of those serious guys. cars up there. Yeah, the scariest is when you see the like the guys who are driving like the '70s Formula One cars. The kind of cars that would fucking kill Nicky Lauda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and some some banker thinks he can control this thing. Yeah, he's got the skills of <laughs> you know, Nicky Lauda. Racing yeah. against Jackie Stewart. Uh-huh. You know, it's like, dude, who do you think you are? I went to a vintage race, and they were very nice to me at this, at this event, so I don't want to shit on anyone or anything there, but there was literally a guy who had bought an indie car from like three seasons ago. Makes perfect sense. He, you know, he spends a half a million bucks, and he shows up with the truck, and it's like it says, like, Target on on it. I, mean, oh I forget whose car. Scott Dixon's former car. Or it wasn't Frank Scott Keaton's Dixon, but it was. It was. Yeah, it was yeah. one of those. Uh, it was a, a name. It was right. a names car. I one of those guys, and this guy, and he, I just watched him putter the fuck around this racetrack, yeah, getting passed by people. Yeah, and it's like, dude, why do you, you know? I get it. You love IndyCar, and you you're this driver, and you want to get feel close to that. Like I kind of get it, but like, 
why did you think you could drive that? <laughs> well, it's, like, it's like when Hammond drove that Formula One car, and he's like, I'm not even heating the brakes up. <laughs> that was Jeremy races. Clarkson. Yeah. Oh, Clarkson. Hammond, Hammond, drove, Hammond drove the blue. I saw the one you're talking about with Hammond. Yeah. Couldn't get enough heat in the brakes. Yeah. Right? Couldn't yeah. go fast enough. And to he's, get going, he's going faster than he's ever been before right. in his life, and he's not even close. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like when they say, you know, yeah, you got to go around that. He's doing 90 around that turn. They go, yeah, you got to go around it at 120 for the downforce to work. It's actually safe for the faster yeah. you go, but you just can't get fast enough for the yeah. downforce to work. Have you driven a downforce car before? No. It's pretty wild. I'm not you know, I'm not very good or anything like that, but I have What's been you this thing called a Praga R1, okay. which is like a prototype car. Open wheel car? No, it yeah. has closed it okay. has closed arches, but Tim, pull up a picture of Car's Praga cool Praga R one. This is gonna lead into a conversation on but Formula it's, e. um, It has real downforce over Let's see this. Yeah, the blue one right there. The blue one. Yeah, that's it. Look at oh, that yeah. thing. Oh wow. That looks like that's wow. pretty cool, right? It looks like an LMP two car. Yeah, yeah. So that's got uh, it's a carbon tub. Um, you were in a helmet, huh? I, I presume in a helmet. Oh yeah, yeah. You yeah. drove it on I the drove, street. I drove it in Monticello. Okay. No, at Monticello, okay. and uh, that would be great driving it, up the snake. It's a full. Oh man. They ha apparently <laughs> they were doing something in Europe. You can drive one on the road or something. You know, you can drive a radical Which on the road. Which part of Europe? Yeah. I think in the UK, <laughs> yeah. in Germany, uh, or something you could drive Russia. One on. But so there's two motors. One is a, a 240 okay. horsepower uh, Renault Sport Four, and then they have the same motor with a turbo, which okay. is like 320 horsepower. Quick little fucker. Like but an Aero Adam with downforce. Have, uh, the body it does, I think it was 1,500 pounds of wow. downforce or some huge number. Which uh, Let's go some stick. Cool. You, I, I got brave enough on like lap 10 to start using this stuff. And you really realize it once it's there. It's fucking great. You got to go fast. Yeah, it's, to make the, the car is like sticky. It's stickier than like a car can be. You know? Yeah, it looks like an LMP2 car. Yeah, I think that car was $275,000. It was. If you were a track day enthusiast, I'd recommend one. That didn't want a radical. <laughs> yeah. Well, what does a radical cost? A hundred, hundred to one hundred and fifty. Okay. I think. I, I think. I think. There's uh, that dealer at Spring Mountain. We were out there. Mm -hmm. There's a dealer, the, a radical dealer Mountain? at Spring Mountain. that has got like a dozen of them. Well, they have a radical school there. Yeah. And I think also at Monticello they had a couple of radicals too. And How many they had track this days thing. a year. Are you doing? A lot. A I lot. mean, def you define a track day like like an like act a day at the track a, driving a car. A day at the track driving. Forty to okay. forty-five, maybe. So once a week. Right. Yeah, I'm at a lot of racetracks. It's very nice. By far the best part of the job is the track time. Got well, to do NSX VIR. That was. Have you driven an NSX, Anna? Yeah, on Pikes Peak. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa. What a Pikes shitty Peak. experience. <laughs> Checkmate. <laughs> gotcha. Fucking one uppers yeah. from Bloomberg. Exactly. No more invites for her. Okay. She wasn't even invited. How good is the car though? Amazing. Underrated. Very. Amazing. Very underrated. I would buy that car over a lot of other cars, yeah. and no one believes me, but I really would. Yeah. It's such a good car. A lot of people shit on it, but I know. mostly people who haven't driven it. That, my first question is, well, when was the last time you drove it? And. No, Most very people few people have, have driven, driven it. I got. I took me a year of finagling to, to yeah, get. Yeah, I believe it. And my ass in one. It was tough. Yeah. What was the power loss like going up Pikes Peak with that? Minimal. I'm guessing. It was Noticeably less. Like, have you driven fast. other fast cars up there recently, um, especially turbo power? I, ones? Actually, to be honest, that's the only car I've driven on Pikes Peak, so I have no real frame of reference. Okay. But minimal. There's some yeah. crazy power loss there, and then they're like, we need to make sure they have an isolated experience. So right. they have nothing to compare I, right. this I, to. Right, I have no frame of reference other than they that. Didn't, oh, they didn't do competitive makes at Pikes Peak? No? <laughs> they, I mean, they could. They could have taken anything that didn't have a hybrid powertrain. It probably would have lost more power, right? Pro probably, right, a little bit. to be honest. The yeah. hybrid powertrain cool. is not actually all that powerful. 
think each front electric motor is like 35 horsepower. It's not like it's a huge amount of horsepower. Well, that's like two front. stickers. No, but it's mm. really enough to affect the steering and how mm-hmm. it turns in and how it pulls out of a corner, like mitigating understeer at the at, on the way in and the way out. Like it's like, mitigating understeer. It's so. Trying to explain this car to somebody is so difficult. Mm-hmm. It's so it, the the engineer, like the head powertrain engineer or chassis engineer, was trying to explain it to me. Uh, after like minute twenty, I was like, "Dude, dude, I'm sorry. Like, I you're really smart, and you have to stop. I don't understand what you're talking about anymore." <laughs> he opens Can his I mouth, just drive like, the car drive and, we'll, and we'll talk about mm-hmm. it afterwards? Do, do the engines basically do what? You know, so many cars today have brakes that activate individually to like. Uh, and do your fix understeer yeah. or oversteer? Is it basically doing both the correct version of that, where it's done with power versus restraining power? It does it. You know I'm saying you want to. Do you want to? No, you please, please go ahead. Go ahead. It uses the regen to break the inside front wheel when you're breaking Sweet. into a corner, and then it overdrives the outside front wheel to shove the nose in where you want to go it's out of the corner. It's constantly adjusting. Yeah. Continually, it, constantly. Independent of each other. Yeah. So like most all-wheel drive cars will push because there's a mechanical linkage between right. the front and rear wheels. So like something's got to give, but this it's infinitely adjustable. Mm-hmm. And then the third electric motor is between the engine. It's either between the engine and the clutch or the clutch and I the don't. gearbox, but it's a torque fill. I can't wait. Twenty five years from now, when Freddie is buys one of these cheap, and he's like, "Oh, I can pull this motor apart." Well, the, t- the tuners are going to have <laughs> yeah. some fucking field day with this oh thing. God. It's going to well, be. Talking to twenty five years down the road, do you think people are going to be making internal combustion engines in twenty five years? Like God, major I hope car so. manufacturers? Would you think they're going to be? <sighs> I mean, this yeah, is the, 50, the ship 50, doesn't maybe? turn that fast. I think living in L.A. and you. Oh, really overestimate the market for electric cars. <laughs> go, go to Kansas. Ain't nobody driving bolts or leaps and shit. But you know, like, you know, hear man. Volvos, you know, no longer making internal combustion motors. You talk to people at Porsche, they're all about the Mission E, and you kind of and see And semi-trucks are going that way, you too. You kind of see the riding on the wall at 25 years the down news. the road. Well, for me, it's really tough to figure out who's motivating that sort of speak. Is it government mandates yeah. and that sort of thing or is it consumers and those or is it the automaker trying to be proactive to get ahead of what they yeah. think will be it's Ooh. very tough to tell who's actually wanting that and aren't the government mandates always like two steps forward one yes. step back yes. so if the if the government says everything needs to be a hybrid or electric by 2020 Volvo will be like, we're going to do it by 2019. Right. But then when you get to 2020, the government goes, holy shit, that wasn't feasible at all. 2028. Yeah. You know? It's <laughs> really tough to tell it, who's sort of driving that speak. So, Formula E, you guys fans, not fans? Not fans. You? Well, I went to it. Was it good? So did Magnus. I went to it in, Lo- in uh, Long Beach a couple That's years ago. That's the one ago. they dropped off the calendar. You know, it's not even yeah. on the calendar no more. They dropped it. Maybe because it was dull as rocks in right. Long Beach. Honestly, <laughs> I had fun. And Long Beach is you a like, great Where did you go? The New York one? I went to the, the one in Red Hook. The and I've been Brooklyn to plenty of F1 yeah. races. I had fun. I went in with so low So what did you like about it? Um, it was chic. It was chic. It was chic. I'm chic sorry. Red Hook. It was chic. How chic are we talking? Monaco Grand Prix? There were a lot of Europeans. There were there really? were people who were Formula fans there in really? Red Hook. It was situated in this is Brook, literally Brooklyn, so you pull New York. Up the Brooklyn race it's quiet. Formula it's e like Brooklyn. quiet, but Formula there's still e no Brooklyn. people don't like it because it's quiet. There's still plenty of noise. It just doesn't sound like a combustion engine. There's right. still plenty of noise. Right. I, well, um, I suppose if the if the cars are racing in between buildings, then what noise yeah. there is will echo. Yeah, was you know, right you you've buildings? got Audi, BMW, Porsche, well, Porsche now, all on pushing now. it very hard. I'm quite good at. 
I mean, pull out um, Can they fucking? I had, do, I had do fun. Do they still I had switch fun. cars in the middle yes, of the race? Yes, they do. They yeah. still yeah, do they that. Do. Yeah. That's, that's kind of cool. If you can't run a race yeah, with one <laughs> car, yeah. I mean, race. come on. Even if, if you had to like take a well, break and do battery swaps, like a mandatory or something. You can't get the batteries. But the changing of the cars yeah. is just. They should do batteries. Because like, back in the day, they used to build engines so crazy that an engine would pop, and they'd have two more F1 engines there or two right. more Le Mans engines, and they'd just do an engine swap mm-hmm. in the pits. So they well, should do battery the swaps, 90s, too. Formula One lets you have backup cars. Yeah, well, for Remember sure. Remember that yeah, yeah. Uh, the Martin Brundle crash yeah. in Australia? He's going in the backup car. Yeah. He, oh, yeah. This, that movie, One. You ever see that documentary? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, have you seen the, there's a documentary it's called good. One, just the mm-hmm. number one. And it's about the history of Formula One. It's incredible. Uh, Fast Michael Fassbender, could be, uh, could be narrates yeah. it. But uh, yeah, Martin Brundle has this crazy crash, but he's okay. Runs to get in the and he literally car. runs back to the pits, gets a new pair of gloves and a new helmet, and gets in the backup car and they and goes out and races again. It's fucking That's crazy. Cool. The good old. That's pretty cool. The good old. The, you imagine the balls to go out and back in a race Big after you just right had there. a wreck like that. Oh, you got so much adrenaline Fuck. right then. Yeah, yeah, flew and rolled. Yeah, no. <laughs> you know, he could have walked on his hands it back to that car. Wow. Floated there, levitated back. That's to the crazy. So street course. Yeah. Awesome, right? Awesome. I don't. The bottom line is, I just had I had fun. It was fun. It's so accessible and easy because it's right in the city. It's diverting. It's fun. Did you watch? How did you I, find watching the race itself? Cars going around. Exciting. Like, exciting. Yeah. I mean, they did, they did a good, you know, where they could have done a better job is promoting it. Um, none of my friends in New York really understood it or knew about it. Uh, I did because I'm in this industry. Yeah, but, if you didn't know um, about it, there would be a real big right, problem. Right, that'd be a huge problem. <laughs> but, like, once you're there, they, I thought they did a great job with the announcers. They had screens all over, so you could see every turn. There were um, a lot more the, people than there were at Long Beach, I'll tell you that. So I was thinking yeah. there was going to be nobody there. a lot there. more people than there were at Long Beach? Uh, Red Hook. Really? For the Brooklyn Grand Prix. Oh. So I don't know if they gave away like 20,000 tickets. <laughs> they give away tickets like candy <laughs> in Long Beach. You can't listen to the radio. Like, yeah. Come so to Martin to. Toyota. That's, that's right. the Drive thing. It's like, FRS. I don't know. It's easy. You literally just take a subway there. Take a subway take there. A $15 yeah. cab ride and you're there. Do they it's provide, easy. You can take a ferry um, there, actually. Yeah, you can take a ferry. One of my least favorite things about Formula One. Have you have you ever had gotten to go to Monaco? Yes. I've done that. You, have, you yes. seem like you have. You have yeah, a couple me. times. Yeah. It's pretty dope, but I if love you it. don't have... All access? Yes. Of, of the, of the correct, correct access to the correct viewing point, it's a horrible place to watch a race. Monaco. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what? Is it really about the race? If you go for no, most it's of the about people, the Russian prostitutes right. and the vodka, right. honestly, yeah. for, I would yeah. say for eighty percent of the people who attend, it's not yeah. about the actual race time. I know the clubbing was really fun. Yeah, of course. I saw Leonardo DiCaprio with twelve bitches. Whoa. You were in the right spot. <laughs> I was in the right club. You were in the right club. It was that club that's down on the water. You go down the elevator sure. like into know. the cliff. It's mm-hmm. hilarious. I yeah. did go to my first F one race though. Was here at Coda. At Coda? Cool. Yeah. Is that one worth going to? I was Great thinking about circuit. going later this year. Talking of access, I went with my buddies at Red Bull and had all access. Like, watched the race from the pit. So <laughs> I didn't need to go to Monaco. My, I've, I've watched F1 for since I was 10, so I'm now that 50, That must have been a nice years. one. It was great. They had the golf cart, could go anywhere on the track. It was. Did it have a can on the back? Of course. Big can on top. <laughs> no, it had a little outlaw sticker on the golf course, but great track to watch Formula have 1. Have you driven the circuit? No. I gotta, I gotta get in there and drive it. This it's uh, funny. I've been in the WEC race there. I've been in MotoGP there, and I've been to F1 there, but never driven it. 
I Looks love cool. MotoGP. Those guys are oh, out yeah, of yeah, their yeah. fucking Those guys are in, yeah. mind. Now they got elbows on the ground, yeah. and they're drifting bikes on purpose oh, yeah, to yeah. pass people in rumble strips. Yeah. What? Oh, I saw that video. What? That was crazy. It's insane. Yeah, it's yeah. amazing. Amazing bike control. Isle of Man is the Isle one. Of Man, I That's the one I need to go to. Can we get like a? Can we get a house? Some? Can we just book a house somewhere on the Isle of Man? Yeah. Do an outdoor gathering there or something. Hang out with Guy Martin. Be fun. Cool, right? Guy Martin, I, I would love to spend 10 he minutes seems with Guy Martin. 10 minutes, spend the day a with him. Maniac. Right? He seems like a real cool guy. There's a great video of Guy Martin uh, narrating a lap of, at the TT. And mm-hmm. it's, you know. Have you seen that documentary film of him at Le Mans? Where he breaks his. Uh, not Le Mans, uh, Isle of Man TT? No. He's okay. basically living out the back of his camper van, you know, doing the uh, TT thing. That's the one where he goes to the guy who's like the bravest man on the planet totally. and has, gets no money. Yeah, yeah no, this guy. He still works on trucks. Is that yeah? He, he's yeah. like a fucking diesel mechanic. Exactly. Or yeah. Won't yeah. quit working on the truck. Oh, I mean, that's God. the craziest race, arguably in the world. And those guys do it. It's once a year. Right. And then, then they go home. You know, the, no no sponsor is going to throw you a million dollars for that because no one guess, cares about it as much as other racing. I really. guess there's three main guys that Joy Dunlop, mm-hmm. the McGinnis yeah, guys. Yeah. And uh, Alec McGinnis was yeah. that one? Is that Alec? John McGinnis? John McGinnis. John McGinnis, John McGinnis, John McGinnis, right? McGinnis yeah. Who the fuck is Alec McGinnis? I don't know. Um, the makes the he got right? fourth. Fourth place. No one cares. Yeah. <laughs> Third fourth place. At uh, the 24, we finished 50th place. <laughs> exactly 50th. 50th. Out of uh, 86th. 80s, no, nine, 98. Yeah, it was like 100. It was a lot, but whatever. Stupid. Everybody's For fun, though. Everybody's a winner. Everybody's a winner. Right? All right. We're going to take a break and sell some real estate. And when we get back, I want to hear about the world tour. The world five tour. weeks. <laughs> yeah. Five and uh, the book the and book. Uh, all that jazz. And we uh, presumably have quite a lot incoming on that. Questions? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Back in a minute. The Smoking Tire Podcast is brought to you by ZipRecruiter. Are you hiring? Do you know where to post your job to find the best candidates with zip recruiter you can post your job listing to a hundred plus job sites with just one click then their powerful technology efficiently matches the right people to your job better than anyone else that's why zip recruiter is different unlike other job sites zip recruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you it finds them in fact 80 percent of employers who post a job on zip recruiter get a quality candidate through the site in one day. No juggling emails or calls to your office. Simply screen, rate, and manage candidates all in one place with ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use dashboard. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by businesses of all size to find the most qualified job candidates with immediate results. And right now, my listeners can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, kids. Free 99. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash smoke. ZipRecruiter.com slash smoke. One more time. ZipRecruiter.com slash smoke to get qualified job candidates at your company. That's right. Here we go. How about uh, also brought to you by Garage Boss Oil Drain Pans. We've got the most glorious drain pans in the studio right now. Garage Boss, makers of innovative oil change accessories, is introducing the new Reacher Height Adjustable Drain Pan. This height adjustable catch funnel gets you right under your drain plug to prevent misses or splashes. It works with low profile cars, cars on ramps and jacks, trucks on the ground or trucks on ramps and jack. Any possible combination of cars, trucks, ramps and jacks, right? All of them. 
drains into a sealed container. All you clean up is the catch funnel and you're done. The pieces snap back into the drain container when you're finished. And Garage Boss has a new line of crystal clear funnels so you can see what you're pouring to prevent overfilling in messy spills in your engine bay. The clear funnels also aid in cleanup so you can see your funnel is completely clean so you don't accidentally miss fluids before you store it. Uh, the Reacher oil drain pan is sold exclusively at AutoZone or AutoZone.com. Check out the video at AutoZone.com showing how it works or go to GoGarageBoss.com to see everything they do or search Amazon for Garage Boss oil drain pans. Uh, the official racing simulator, as I sip my water, of the Smoking Tire Podcast is Forza Motorsport. I am super excited. You guys, I have gotten to play Forza Motorsport 7 a little bit. I know just a little bit about the over 700 cars, about the 30 racetracks, about the 1080, the 4K, the 60 frames per second, the HDR, all the acronyms you can stuff into a sandwich, folks. I have played it just a little bit. I've only gotten to play with a controller. I haven't gotten to play with a wheel, but I can tell you it's dope. The color is sick. The sound is sick. The force feedback in the joystick is sick. I am super excited to get it on, get it on. Also, I think I can tell you this. Hopefully, I don't get trouble. I'm in the game as me. I'm introducing some races, talking about some things, doing some voiceover, uh, and it's going to be really fun. I can't wait to have the full version in my hands in the studio so I can play it. Uh, friend us over Xbox Live. Find us at TST Racing. Uh, and also check out ForzaMotorsport.net and Xbox.com slash Forza for all the latest uh, release information or to pre-order Forza Motorsport 7, the official racing simulator of the Smoke Tire Podcast. Lastly, Dylan Optics Sunglasses. It was a burner out there today. I was out in the sun filming this morning, and without my Dylan Optics sunglasses, by the time I got in to film this episode, my eyes would have been on fire. Like, the sun is so bright here in California in the middle of the summer, in the middle of the day. Uh, the glare is just crazy, and uh, you need more than just polarized sunglasses. The NIR lens technology has two polarizers. That's right, two. One polarizer coating the lens like a normal pair of sunglasses, and then another polarizer sandwiched in between two pieces of lens. Okay, and what that does is it filters more light, it keeps your light, your eyes feeling better at the end of a long day in the sun, and also with the matte finish, it looks pretty cool, because it doesn't reflect, it doesn't reflect, it makes you look like the Terminator, as they say. If you go to thesmokingtire.com and click on the Partners tab, there's a banner for Dylan on there, and if you order a pair of Dylan Optics using the, that link, I will give you a free Smoke and Tire t-shirt as appreciation for being uh, someone who supports the people who support us. I don't just wear those glasses because I like how they look, even though I do. I wear them because uh, they keep my eyes in really, really good shape after how many shoot days have I had in the sun. And now, back to the show. We gotta like be like, blah, 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 blah. we're black. We're black. Magnus Walker. Right. Yes. Hannah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's your last name again, Hannah? Elliot. Elliot. Hannah, Hannah Elliot. Elliot. I apologize, Hannah. That's cool. From Bloomberg. Great. Bloomberg. Yeah. Bringing a little bit of class to the smoking tire. Mm -hmm. it, it is a real classy lady. Classing it up. 
with product hello. knowledge, everything. Hello, hello. Technical knowledge. Pike's Peak experience. Pike's hello, Peak hello. experience. God damn. Know how to pick them, sir. Incredible. I'm just um, driving around. So you have written a book. Well, it's hilarious. Yeah. Did you ghostwrite a book? I ghostwrote it with this great guy called Martin Roach, who he's written over 150 bucks. Awesome dude. Super down to earth. Dirt won't slow. Dirt don't slow you dirt down. Dirt don't slow you down. Yeah, but a little bit about Martin, because basically he made me look good, just like Tamir made me look good all those years ago. So, like everything that happens to me, this happened organically. The road to how do you get a book? You know, how how do you get a book deal? How did that happen? I don't you know. know. You guys <laughs> yeah, want to know? Yeah, yes. Uh, let me tell you, you tell me. So three years ago, my buddy Liam from The Prodigy says, hey, a mate of mine is an author. I've known him for like 20 years. He thinks, you know, there may be a, a book story about you. I'm like, well, let's get together. And I was doing that Need for Speed thing in London. And I met Martin Roach there. And the backstory with Martin is he'd ghostwritten over 150 bucks and half of them were on music. And one of his earliest books was on Prodigy. But he's literally done everything from that to the big boy band One Direction, which is like, number one best-selling book and then on the automotive side he'd done everything from supercar books for boys to books on bugatti and his current sort of claim to fame was he did a book on nigel mansell english f1 world champion yeah. called staying on track that got nominated top five sports books of all time oh really yeah oh. literally top five sport book of all time in the uk nigel mansell in england i mean nigel mansell's like f1 champion indy 500 champion he's driven a lot of stuff so I was the follow-up book to that, and essentially people said, well, what's the next book after Mansell? And he submitted me and said, have you ever heard of this guy with the beard? And they said, yeah, we think that story is interesting because it's a bit more than just a Porsche story. It's my life story. It's kind of TED Talk meets Urban Outlaw meets 80% of the stuff you've never heard about me. So long story you short. listen to our podcast, in which case you've heard many stories. Uh, many, many, many <laughs> stories, yeah. And, Long form. Long, long stories. So long story short, we ended up getting in a bidding war with Virgin Publishing and Penguin Random House. And my involvement was pretty much with Martin. He just flew out for a week to L.A. Last June, we hung out and literally just taped our whole conversations for like six days. Ended up with like 30 hours of tape. He went back to England. Well, he did it on his iPhone. No tape. He went back to England. Three months later, gave me the first draft of the book. I changed a few things. And that was it. But he gets into the character, apparently, because he told me his wife said, you know, you're even starting to sound like Magnus, the way you talk, the mannerisms and stuff like that. So my involvement in the writing part was just basically hanging out for a week telling stories. But the backstory to it is when I'd met him in England, we were compatible, got on. Then he came to visit me in Sheffield 18 months ago when I'd gone back for Christmas. So I showed him around where I grew up, the houses I grew up in, where I went to school, all that type of stuff. So he was kind of building this background story. And then the book came out in England June 1st and uh, ended up, believe it or not, getting in the top 10 on the London uh, oh, Times book list. Congratulations. Which in the book world apparently is a pretty big deal. And uh, I guess it's the little, the little book that could. But people seem to relate to it because, you know, it's not just a book on cars. It's a book on never giving up on your dreams and staying motivated and passionate and basically trying to make stuff happen is the story of the book. That's cool, man. So that's the book story. Is it... Is it uh, written from your perspective or written from his uh, from his perspective? No, it's my story in. basically talking about growing up in Sheffield in England and going through the things I went through, you know, doing a lot of middle distance runner as a kid, being what I call a lone wolf where I was never a team sport guy. I was always like a solo individual. And then coming to America at 19, working on a summer camp with kids. There it is. So that was like my first American trip. Took a bus from yeah. uh, New York to Detroit, worked on a summer camp with 
underprivileged inner city kids in Detroit in 86. So you can imagine what that experience was like. I'm this heavy metal kid coming from north of England to Detroit where everyone's into Run DMC, LL Cool J. It was a culture shock for me. So that was the beginning of what I call this becoming an adaptive swimmer, meaning, you know, to back up, I left school at 15 with two O-levels, no real education. Four years later, I'm in America, and it's kind of like you sink or swim in a sense of didn't know anybody, and it's ultimate survival. You know, you've got to sort of fend for yourself and learn to adapt. And that's been my American sort of dream story for the past 30 years of on this constant adventure that I still think I'm on to this day. That's awesome. Where can you buy the book? Well, you can buy it at... Uh, Everyone buys on Amazon. Who are we kidding? You can buy it at Amazon. Who the fuck are we getting? Everyone buys it on Amazon. I think everyone's buying it there because you get it the same day. So Is it better if we sell it on your website? Yeah, it doesn't really matter. You can buy it at urbanoutlawshop.com or you can buy it through Amazon or go to Barnes & Noble. But in England, I did something a bit different. Instead of doing a book signing and book tour at bookstores, I actually did them at Porsche centers. So the fir idea. first one I kicked off was at the Ace Cafe. And believe it or not, I signed books there for... Four and a half hours. Dude, you saw, I wow. saw you sign books in Miami for fucking four hours. It was cr I couldn't believe it. Really cool. How is your hand really cool. hold up to that? Well, I have practiced with my hands, you know what I'm saying? That, but, uh, is, that is an unbelievable amount of Standing still is a hard thing, believe it or not. It's not hard work, but four hours later, your back hurts, your feet yeah, ache. You've got to wear ache. fucking cowboy boots and shit. I'm, I'm wearing the comfy docks <laughs> oh, now. Oh, you are. You, moved, you, comfy, moved, you learned yeah, better from that yeah. from the first one. Yeah, moved into Doc Martens. But it was cool doing books. all of them were, were basically car shows, though. Did you do any traditional books? I did one. Well, it was pretty cool because it kicked off at the Ace Cafe. And for those not familiar with the Ace Cafe... You know, it's an old uh, North London Circular Road truck stop that's become sort of the iconic automotive hub cafe gathering. It's kind of like Bob's Isn't that Big like Boy. like where cafe racers kind of come from? Exactly, basically. back in the day, yeah. yeah the yeah, Ace yeah. Cafe in the late 50s. It's kind of like something out of Quadrophenia. So if you're in LA, it's like so Bob's see Big Boy. Pull up Ace Cafe, like. steeped in history. So that was a kickoff on a, on a Monday night. That's Ace Cafe right there. Oh. Like our like our rock store. Ace, well, yeah, it's like the rock store. New comes on steroids. It's kind of like if you combine the rock store with Bob's Big Boy. Oh, okay. Is kind of what it is, but they have different events every night, whether it's car club nights or motorcycle meet nights. So that's the Ace Cafe. Is there something going on there every day? There's something going there every day. Oh, okay, cool. Like last Monday, that's every what month it has over. Portion. We don't have an every day or here. Every day, you know, like Bob's Big Boys. What yeah. every Friday, yeah, right? Yeah. Once a week. This is every day that Ace Cafe. And it's been like that for 50 years. Super cool. So I did book signings at um, seven Porsche dealerships, Silverstone, Sheffield, and a few, uh, five others. And I only did one at a bookstore, which was Waterstones. They're equivalent to, let's call it Barnes & Noble. And this was in the city. And the interesting thing about that was the night before I'd done Ace Cafe, which was a real melting pot of diverse car culture people, not just Porsche people, everybody. I think my relatability is... Everyone likes to drive, and I think that's your relatability of you're not like a one-mark guy. It's kind of like what I brought you here a little bit. Yeah, you brought some Hot Wheels. Hot Wheels stuff. But to finish the Waterstones book stories, for those that don't know, the city is where the financial center of London. So it had gone from Ace Cafe, kind of edgy and gritty, to literally guys coming in in three-piece suits and bowler hats, also waiting in line at a bookstore to get books signed for a couple of hours. So for me, the interesting thing was it was the relatability from young kids all the way up to like 80 year olds and suit and tie guys in the middle so i think there's elements in the book that everyone can relate to beyond being a car guy did did you find that most of the audience were car people in some regard or were there were you were you having people coming to especially the car shops that 
just they read the book list or they heard your story and thought it was interesting. They don't know shit about cars, and then they come into this place to get a book signed. It's kind of like, like, like the TED Talk I did. I don't know if you guys ever saw that, but of everything I've done, TED Talk to this day is still the most viewed thing I've ever done. I get probably get more emails from people that saw the TED Talk than have seen Urban Outlaw. And I would say 95% of people that watch TED Talk had no idea who I was, know nothing about me with cars, but somehow connected with a motivational element of what is my life story. Like, if I can do it, you can do it. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter whether you want to brew beer, design cars, be a movie star, rock star, or whatever. People have a dream, and you either follow that dream or you don't. You know, I think my relatability, the authenticity is I never gave up on that dream to do what I wanted to do. So I think to answer your question, a lot of people came to the book signings was a combination of car culture people, but people that may have followed my story through something such as the TED Talk. So bigger audience, not just purely car-centric. Right. And I think that's, for me, is something pretty good because having left school with no education. It's like doing a TED Talk at UCLA for me was a little bit out of my element. Yeah, to like to not, yeah, to be to go from not uh, really having an education to like basically be complete, yeah. being a college professor. And the crazy thing awesome. is they actually invited me back. I actually flew back from Europe before week before the book tour just to co-host this TED Talk where I was introducing people on stage who were giving TED Talks at UCLA. Got the kind host of, gig going over there? Well, it's kind of an honor to do it because it was the first time they'd ever done it. You know, normally it's like just TED Talk people at UCLA, not people like me that had actually given a talk. What do they do? Is it like a series of like 10 of them or something they'll do? Well, the ones at UCLA is once a year. And uh-huh. Generally, they have, I think, 20 people give you know an 18-minute talk. It's like an all-day oh, okay. seminar gathering. and It varies every year. There's different themes. But um, it's just kind of a cool thing. For me, it was a learning experience. I'm always trying to learn. And the great thing about TED Talk is it taught me to be comfortable or more comfortable in a big audience that I'm unfamiliar with. A couple with. thousand people? Uh, probably a thousand people at Royce Hall. Like you go teleprompter, out. you go memorization. No, there's no teleprompter, so that's it. You got to sort of talk. You know, it's easy to talk about what you're passionate about. What was difficult for me was introducing people, giving like a 60 second talk on someone who I knew nothing about. Yeah, they gave me a script that I had to memorize, and someone's talking about quantum physics, and I don't understand any like, of that I stuff. Try, I try. Mm-hmm. Can we talk about three liter flat yeah. sixes? You know, it's I like know it's, it's like the technical specs on the 570 McLaren. <laughs> I didn't read any of that shit. I just drove in. And said no i want the 720 that's kind of how it was 570 is not quick enough no you need the 720 it's like it doesn't come out of corners there's a little bit of lag and you're holding your foot flying these I'm, i expected more so the peons can have the 570 yeah They're 720s or p1 or f1's the way to go but back to the book and ted talk for me it's just constantly doing things that i find you know exciting and inspiring and hopefully i push myself to become a better person and that's kind of i think what the book's about it's the next chapter of my life. Uh, I just turned 50, believe it or not. So that's kind of, I'm going through a lot of different things and uh, that's gonna be a, I can tell the book will be a milestone for me. Like in a sense of everything led up to a certain point and then things came after. It's a little bit like Urban Outlaw five years ago sort of changed. I didn't yeah. change, but it changed my life in a way that now I travel around the world. A lot of doors open. Yeah. A lot of doors. And I think the book's something that's legitimate, you know. Yeah, we all post on Instagram and stuff like that, but it kind of disappears. The book is something that will always be there, right? Yeah. It's a different, tangible element, I understand. Print is the shit. You know, there's photos in it as well. So, you know, for me, the hardest part about the book was picking the photos, truth be told. That's Uh, cool. And then I just signed up a deal with a German publisher who was going to translate it into German, and now it's going to get translated into Spanish and Portuguese. Book syndication. Hell yeah, son. 
That's that 991.2 GT3 <laughs> right there. That's GT2 that RS Gen oh, 2. That's, there you that, go. that's that money. It's a 911R. Good man. So Proud we'll, of you. We'll see where the book well, goes. It's a cool that's marker that, that your life is a story worth telling because, especially regarding Instagram, like you're on Instagram, but there's a billion people on Instagram and everyone thinks their story is worth showing people, but it's not really true. Yeah, and I think in a sense the book legitimized that because right. Penguin Random have it's kind of a major publisher. It's not like mm -hmm. I self-published a book on Apple and I'm selling them out the trunk of my car type of thing. Mm -hmm. You know, I think it legitimized where I'm at at a certain point in my life right now. So we'll see what comes at, at Miami that you wished you had more to sell out of the trunk of your car. You sold out very quickly. <laughs> we could have sold a lot more books there. I'm going to be doing a signing at the Peterson Museum and then moving forward. So it's kind of hard to... I guess figure out how many books people want but yeah in Miami we sold out and people wanted more books and it was similar to that in England so we'll see how it is in the states so what uh, what that. was your uh, some memorable stops on the uh, the tour regarding uh, the car culture that showed up at your uh, well meets. one of the coolest of things is you know I always talk about how I fell in love with Porsche as a 10 year old that story is real familiar but to backtrack my dad took me to the Lindell's Court Motor Show white martini turbo on the stand had the poster Fast forward to London, like six weeks ago, 40 years later, that car was there. The no Porsche way. Club London had tracked down the owner of that exact car, not a replica or one of five, the actual car that was, was at the London Oscar, that yeah. was on the poster and at the show, tracked that car down and brought it to the event, and then the owner allowed me to sign the car. So that was kind of a Jesus. memorable moment because that? that was the car that I fell in love with Porsche, the actual car. That's crazy. So that was a great moment. And just nice the whole tour was there. kind of a whirlwind. You know, you uh, let you drive it? No, he didn't let me drive it, unfortunately. He'll let you write your name on it, but he won't give you just a few minutes of sleep. Yeah, I asked. You know, he said, well, maybe we can sort something out next week. But that's how good, I'm on a tour. You keep that's going. how good of a fucking racket press cars are, right? Because you could write your name on a car and even then not get seat time. Press cars are all about seat time. Yeah, I'll show you photos of that. So I that, remember seeing that on your Instagram. Uh, what, what was it? The Martini Livery yeah. 76 Turbo? Yeah, it's up there. You'll find it. I'll pull photo. I'll pull photos. It's like white with red and uh, blue stripes. Let me go through very, 77. Very let me go through 77,000 photos here. Oh, no, Tim will find it. But no, I, I know it happened in confidence. June, June 2016. Is that? No. June 2017. Um, June 2017. Here we that go. Be a ways back. It might be, yeah. London. No, it's here. Look, here it is. Check it out. So here's the car. This one. That no, no, no. They all look That's the same. pretty kick ass, though. That is pretty kick ass. Well, this isn't helpful, Magnus. Yes, it I'm is. sorry. Look, the car. Oh, show it to him so well, he can on, find hold it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna show you. The stripes are awesome. Oh, the seats are look awesome. The seats, the seats are amazing. Remember, I told you let me sign it. Yeah. There it is. Signed it. That's kick ass. Show, now show it to him so he can find it. It's somewhere on the internet. This is we're doing this for the audience, bro. But zoom in there. Just Magnus, zoom the in screen there. was your idea. Yeah, and look what you was did. My idea. I know. But the photos on my iPhone. It's a very pretty car. So anyway, that was a real memorable moment. Yeah. That, that car came. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Right. There you go. Old right. school. That yes. works. Yes. So we yes. found it pretty quick. No, I mean that was great. And then I ended up going to Le Mans for the first time. How's I'd, that? I'd never ever go. Well, it's a marathon event to yeah. attend. You know, you get there, a few, I mean, you're up for 30 hours and you yeah. walk, you know, 30,000 steps. 24-hour race is always seeming a good idea until about hour 10. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was like, like, I need a nap. It was just, for me, it was overwhelming. It was kind of like an emotional thing, Porsche won. But you sort of got to question the LMP1 class when, you know, 
two calls now out of five finish. Now we can all go to Formula E together. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Everyone's abandoning ship, and now we can all go to these nice short races where they have to use two cars to <laughs> I think the great Le Mans story would have been if LMP2 won outright, which they almost did. But the most exciting racing was really the GTD class in Aston Martin and Corvette. Yeah. That, was that was kind of the most exciting racing. I, I am an moment. unashamed Aston Martin fan. I, want, I always want to see Aston Martin do well. And they miss the mark a lot. <laughs> but but, but really they got enjoy when, when they, when do they get yeah. close. And I love Aston's. They're gorgeous, great sounding cars. And I just I look, I look at them almost winning. I go, wow, really? You guys? No shit. Because <laughs> yeah. you know, you're up against Corvette and Pratt Miller, who are just you know destroying a lot of 24-hour races. And it's David like Brown. Aston Martin's got some gumption. The little bulldog that keeps <laughs> yeah, going, totally. right? The cars, they, they're fun. They are fun cars. I've never driven one. Never? No. Oh. Not yet. Sort him out, please. What's hey, the what's the okay, What's fine. the latest greatest Aston Martin that's out there? The one to drive right Advantage. now would be like the Vanquish Zagato. Okay. Eh? Can we but pull that up? Find Zagato? a Vantage yeah, the V12. New, the new Vanquish what's that? Zagato. Find a Vantage V12 with a manual. That's what I said. Yeah. Ooh. I the said the first, Vantage. Ooh. The first gen, yeah. the six-speed one, not the seven-speed right. one. Yeah, the There's a Vanquish Voltron leg shifter. Look at that. That's very That's pretty. a beautiful car. Beautiful car. And they just came out with some some crazy Roadster one too, right? At Pebble? Is there a Van- go for a Vanquish Zagato Roadster, which I think was Zagato uh sounds good. It does. It sounds really you can be Zagato. you can be classy and snobby at the same yeah, time. Zagato. Uh, well Bloomberg's wheelers, we can do that, right? <laughs> yeah, right? We can be elitist. No problem. We can be elitist <laughs> and no that's what Pebble Beach is all about. We can be no snowflakes problem. and leftists at the same time. <laughs> the Pebble Beach See, that's experience. Gl- that's glorious. That's right such there. a beautiful car. I don't it like is. convertibles though. I just really don't like them. I it's because your hair flaps. Yeah, it does. Yeah. yeah. If you had my yeah. you'd love convertibles oh, yeah, if yeah. you had my head style. I think very few cars look better as a convertible than a coupe. It just the lines get all weird. Yeah. Look at the E Type Jack. Killer as a coupe. Yeah. Not quite as killer as a Still, still pretty as a convertible. For sure. I mean, I've owned one. Still pretty still for sure. Still pretty as a convertible. But you're right. Most of them. Targa roofs look good. The, the new Targa. 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 Love a Targa. New Targa Porsche looks killer, right? 355 GTS. Like I do it. not love that. The Ferrari? 355? Yeah. yeah. I should think that's a pretty good looking car. Good looking. In, in you know looks real good, though, is the 355 Coupe. Yeah. I think that's good value for money, actually. <laughs> <laughs> on on car talk. And round Ooh. we go. Yes. Um, you guys Ferrari fans? I mean, if it's a good one, if it's pretty, sure. Aren't they but all good? No. Yeah, if they make a bus, no. Most, no. most of them are good. What about if they make an SUV? Yeah, they make an no. SUV. Have you been reading this? How badly do they need the money? Can't they just make another T-shirt? Yeah, if they make on. another T-shirt with Puma, it'll make more money than the SUV. Just make more T-shirts. The you problem, the problem is like <laughs> that's F- a great Photoshop <laughs> to pull that out. <laughs> Oh, that's no. A SUV. Is that like a Ford Kuga with a Ferrari that's in great. that front end? That's awesome. <laughs> no, uh, I mean, you know, he ain't wrong, right? He basically said that there is a customer out there waiting to buy an SUV that has a Ferrari badge. We know those guys, right? Of course. They that's could like, build that. It's like this an guy, FF of the list. You've seen this guy? I see him on Reddit all the time. What's that you watermark say, Timmy? Rain, Rain, whatever this guy's name is, he turns sports cars and supercars into like off-roaders right. in Photoshop, and it looks killer. He did he did a Koenigsegg that looked fucking sick. Did he do a Bugatti as well? Yeah, and I he turned a bunch one. into station wagons. I and saw, turned a yeah. bunch into pickup trucks. I saw that guy. This guy is kick ass. Sounds Shout like it should be a gap bill. Get the bill. He should, but they're all in Photoshop, unfortunately. Not oh, real. Oh, Not real, sir. Get the bill. Um, so where else? Uh, where else did you get? To, uh, other than the, seeing that that car from the poster, that would be that would be good. But where did you see like 
culture where you didn't really expect to find it. Well, there was the 25 days sort of book tour, which was half of it, and then Le Mans. Then I came back for three weeks, and then I went on this other road trip Look tour. That. Look at the 918. I'm oh, sorry to interrupt that's you, but good. pull that up. That's the fucking yeah. shit. They're gonna the that's going to be in Fast and Furious 10. Yeah. <laughs> it will. Shit. You'll watch. Yeah. It'll shoot lightning bolts that or looks something. so cool. Look up all this guy's off-road that stuff. Cool. He comes up with some cool concepts. Did you guys see that video I posted on Instagram of going rallying in the in Germany? In the, oh, uh, yeah. What was that? that some old crazy, crazy German Was that guy. like an African safari sort of, uh, yeah, rally driver? Sort of, yeah, steroids. But the funny thing is the there guy is, right driving there in the middle. Yeah, click that. that. you got to listen yeah. to it. Make, go big screen here. If we can uh, and turn And make the sure the audio is up. Do we know that... Know wait, do we know that audio makes it into this? We I don't, don't think... Is this the first time you're doing this? Uh, it's the first time we've ever played a video okay. into the feed. You guys don't. That may require before. some technical uh, assistance. But you can narrate it from here. Well, there's no like audio. Guy Martin there's at no the Isle way. of Man. The, the, the audio is the crazy German guy and what he's saying right here, and it's essentially off-road in this, you know, replica sort of Paris Dakar uh, Porsche. You can barely hear his accent. It sounds like Tim is getting something in his headphones. You getting noise? Yeah. Or I don't know. It's a lot funny when you hear well, the German guy talking. <laughs> Maybe, that is not you know a road. What? That's amazing. No. Maybe they will. This guy's mobbing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, is this an actual trail? No, <laughs> not no, really. He's kind of like a, a walking path. Yeah, he's done it before, but he's uh, he's having a lot of fun. He's like a crazy, whoa, crazy whoa. German guy. Where? You can hear him. <laughs> I can hear it, yeah. <laughs> what country is it? Germany? Yeah, it's just outside. It's in um, Ham Hamburg. Wow. These, I'm telling you, bro, the these off-road 911s are the greatest. Yeah, for sure. The This best. is like the classic go anywhere. The single best day of driving I've ever had in my life was in an off-road 911. Where'd you go? With Lee Keen, oh, Lee Keen in, uh, in his house. Is his house in North Carolina? His house in North Carolina. It's no, on the border, Atlanta. yeah. No, no, his, uh, his, uh, his other house. Oh, he's got a, he's got a nice little cabin oh, in the woods. Cabin. And he's got trails back and mountain safari. Thing, you guys. Exactly. That's what was going on down there in North Carolina. A little yeah. deliverance going on. Hundred percent. We stayed there the day after the the, the the coding the whatever neighborhood code person had passed that house. It was like just finished, and, and we there was slept, no we slept furniture. on air mattresses. Yeah, was nothing. It was uh, great though. One of us used a towel for a blanket. Like, <laughs> oh nice. You guys were spooning. We were we were doing real well, and then we go outside. And we get to drive this awesome car and film it. He has furniture now. Right. Apparently, it's very nice. You guys nice. got to go back. <laughs> we had collapsible chairs last time. You guys got to go back. No, he's oh, he had. Cool if, his Instagram is L-E-H-M-A-N-K. Instagram.com slash Lehman K. He had. His house was like a kilometer off the perfect center line for the eclipse. Oh. So his time lapse video on his Instagram is sick. His shit goes black. Like I, his okay. whole hood. His is, shit goes black. <laughs> <laughs> That's the funniest thing, right? That's there. not Lee. No, that's not Lee King. Here, that's not him. Here, that's wait. I'll King. find it for you. You gotta Tim. find him. Um, so, how was your eclipse, eclipse my, experience? I was actually out in the canyons. Here, we pass pass this to Tim. I was out in the canyons. I forgot about the fucking eclipse entirely, and I went to go overcast? to go drive. Yeah. No, but everyone was in the canyons, taking. Right. whatever with the eclipse so I had to like wait for them all to leave so I could drive fast because there was just people everywhere annoying we had a McLaren with three turbos you want to say McLaren what is that 1100 horsepower thing? 12 what's the story with that it's car? two into another one three fucking turbos it goes it does two it's the it's crazy how much power does it put to the ground you think? 
Always Apparently, it's it's 1,200 of the wheels. Wow. Apparently. I mean, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't have a dyno. I had the holy shit o meter. It fell fucking fast. They were, the re- the thing the is, the disclaimer was that they were... Um, look at that. The disclaimer was they were bringing it uh, here for 91 octane testing. So we were right. running it at only a 1,000 wheel so low boot. Fucking fast. Really, really fast. You know, it, it, the, there's two stages of thrust. The stock turbos and then this extra turbo. Afterburner turbo. Yeah, and then it goes bang and shoots fire and goes. <laughs> it makes all the. Gears. How does that feel compared to the Venom? Because they're both spiders, both have the cage. The Venom like... had like the, the Venom G. They had a Hennessy Venom thing. It's like a missile. Okay. The Venom maybe felt a little faster, but it had like longer legs. It was like long mm-hmm. six Short speeds. Gears. It was like longer gears. This was like. You know what I mean? That was like. You know, yeah. Did you cross any sound effects lines? are uh, for stock footage? Sound uh, effects are good. No, I did not. No I yellow did not, lines you motherfucker. <laughs> I'm a shining example. No yellow lines were I'm crossed. I'm a shining example of, of, of one take canyon video. courtesy. There aren't. You can obeying all speed limits. That GTR wagon. Pull that shit up. You can check the fucking tape, motherfucker. I will. I will you do that. that. You that check the tape. That is better looking than regular GTR. That looks sick. That GTR wagon. I'm about that. I sit here and look at this kid's photoshops all day. With a matching canoe, that's pretty What nice. else you got there, Tim? Uh, it's a very outdoorsy vehicle. It's like an inch off the you ground. you got to get this guy on the show, I think. I know. Where's he from? I don't... Skip. <laughs> of course, Tim goes to the Tundra. <laughs> Tim is a Toyota pickup that's truck. That's F-150. Oh, is it? Sounds like uh, a Tundra girl from back looks here. Looks like a, a stock truck. Eh. That's funny. Is there more... Isn't there like McLaren rally cars and shit? Screaming. Oh, that's cool. Bentley rally car. Yeah, that's about pretty a Bentley nice. wagon rally car. With that a bike good. rack on the hood. A lot of shooting brakes. I haven't brakes. seen. Have you? Is the production the new Bentley out yet? The GT. I saw the camo cars. I don't know. The camo cars look hot, don't they? Yeah. They're gonna be good. Bentley's making amazing things right now. Have you driven a Mulsanne? The new Mulsanne. Yeah. Is it dope? Yeah. The old one was the shit. Yeah. No, it's really good. I love Bentleys. I like the eight. The the V the V8S Bentley. That thing was rocking. I wasn't a big fan of the 12. It went, Seems Whoa. to me like you like British cars. I'm a fan. Mm-hmm. Against my better <laughs> against my better judgment. What you know what I'm Lotus? not that fan of much of a fan of is Caterhams. Really? Because I feel like I'm going to die when I drive them. And I don't like feeling like I'm going to die. What about Lotus? Fan. Evora 400. Evora 410. Oh, yes. Exige. Too small. Too small. Hurts. Hurts. It's going to look cute. You guys are both tall. You understand this is how you drive an Exige. Driving with misery. They're fun. Fun cars for sure. What is that blue thing there, Tim, in the middle? Right in the middle, second row. Is that a Jaguar? No, it's a Subaru. Oh, a Subaru wagon. Wow, that's cool. That's a new brat, basically. Oh, someone should beautify that Subaru. It's fuck yeah. Holding, yeah. One of them Aussie things, right? Yeah. That's the most Australian car in the world. Yeah. Did you go to Australia on your tour? Was it world tour? No, I went there last year for their Rensport reunion and drove Bathurst. Have you ever gone there and done that circuit? Only in Forza, but I would oh. love to. Is it the best? It's a public road. That's I, a crazy thing. Oh, do you thing. drive it as a road? It's a public road. Oh, it's so not you just, closed down. You just, so, you know, neighbors start calling the police, telling me you're going too fast. Whoa. Before you know it, they're there on the road. You know, listen, lady, you lived, you moved on a racetrack. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, there's nothing I can do about no, that. No, no, they go, it's a public road. The racetrack's only, you know, twice a year. And you go, wow. it's a I'm great sorry. experience. I'm sorry, you moved on a racetrack. It's a great experience. Is that, I, is it, is it narrow as far as racetracks go? It's pretty narrow. Wow. That downhill shoot makes the corkscrew look like it's flat and short. <laughs> like the corkscrew is really not that. It's not the most intimidating turn at Laguna. No, it looks, it looks so good. You hear everything about really, it. Yeah. You get there and you go, wow. It's not that it's an easy turn. Mm-hmm. It's not. But 
the Randy Curve turn turn nine after it, I think that's the most difficult turn of the whole 100%, Hunter I agree. 100%. So, corkscrew times literally four is Bathurst down to the section. <laughs> yeah. But it's super tight and there's no runoff. It's corkscrew, you got all that runoff. Yeah, there's walls right there's on walls, the thing. There's walls. It feels about as wide as this oh room is how it feels there. And it's literally three times as twisty and steep as the corkscrew. And there's Nan's house right oh, at the apex yeah, of three. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> it's a funky track. I mean, obviously just playing video games, but you've got multiple very long straightaways and then that crazy, crazy Yeah, the straightaways kind of whoop like that and then that whole uphill section. I mean, mm -hmm. it's... Pretty it's awesome. One of my favorite track. Forza. I would love to do it in real life. Is there any way when they close it down? Is there any way to drive on it at all? They they just shut it down for the race. That's you it. Oh, if press it. went for sure to promote it. You Absolutely. can drive they on do, it, right? Of course. Find a way to do that. What what city is it near? It's about two hours from Sydney. I actually okay. made a video called Aussie Outlaw: The Road from The Road to Bathurst from Sydney. So it starts going over the Sydney. Uh, Bridge, bridge and then i drive all the way through to bathos do a lap and come back oh. it's about two hours out of sydney oh, okay cool how's that drive is a nice drive it's awesome because you go through some pretty awesome roads where you see kangaroos and stuff i have never done any driving in australia i would like to we drive on the other side of the road that's all you gotta do i can't handle that <laughs> yes <laughs> you done new zealand new zealand is the shit i haven't have gone been, there yet. have you done new zealand nope never been. i'm a grand i'm a champion of new zealand what about Tiger? um Tiger tasmania would love to yeah, that, like you gotta, that, that you get down with Steve Millen and those guys. Yeah, they, yeah. All, they all run that stuff. Well, they got that Leadfoot Festival, right? We went to that. Oh, you did? You yeah, did that? Yeah, we did in New Zealand. Rod okay. Millen's yeah, thing. That was yeah. cool. Super cool. Most yeah. access to uh, a motorsport event other than maybe like King of Hammers. Like, oh, really? there's no, you just sit on the grass next to the turn wherever you want. It, it's very much like, oh, yeah, you go have a good time. Don't get in the way. That's it's pretty good access. You yeah, would love it. it. Super mellow. Do you know that Mad Mike guy, the drift guy? Yeah, we met Mad Mike. He was super cool with that like four rotor RX7 thing. The loudest the Rad vehicle Bull. on the planet. Yeah. Magnus, just lift the mic up to your face a little bit. Um, oh, you know, Rod face Millen's up. got his like Pikes Peak, like right. Celica in thing. In his backyard there. Yeah, and it's, you know, he's, it's his driveway, so he just like, it's crazy. That it's was, cool to see. The, it's the called the Lead Car is amazing. Right? Yeah. It's the, there's, you know, a guy driving like a 20s, whatever, that's slow, and then Mad Mike shows up with the rotors going crazy. Yeah, and then thousand mil horsepower. Yeah, and there's just a huge variety, and people are drifting the track or they're trying to time attack it, you know. Tim, pull up some records that are 48 seconds. Maybe we can get a video. And then I want to talk festival. Of speed, Goodwood. Have you guys done that? That's on the that list. Cool. Leadfoot Festival is. We might be able to get an onboard video if we can. If we are. Have you bicycling up? I don't the know hill? what happens if you broadcast video. You'll on find the, out. On the sure will. You, you will find out. It's basically. This is like a groundbreaking podcast right here, right? I know it's a lot of firsts today. Yeah, Look, this, first. this is a this is a brilliant corner. Yeah. They will. They have no problem with you. Hover. Pull that picture out, Tim. Where that Audi S1 Quattro is. You could literally hover a drone four feet above that car, and okay. nobody Amazing. will give a fuck. Oh yeah, I did that. I was flying through the trees <laughs> and stuff. On that, no. on that corner, yeah. must have been a lush winter because there's a lot yeah, of vegetation there. There was a little less vegetation. It's like the full-on vault. It was great. It was sunny, you know, middle of nowhere. Sideways. Really fun, fun, nice people. Uh, a lot, a ton mm -hmm. of access. It was like a Goodwood, but that like nobody had ever heard of. You know what I yeah. mean? Goodwood it was without all the obscure Goodwood. goodwoodness. Yeah. So have you done Goodwood or no? No, no but okay. tell me if you if you if I've done the revival, which is like stepping back in time. That's the vintage thing, which is I like, really like that. Did you go period? For I that? did sort. Of, well, I went sort of late sixties Mick Fleetwood hippie vibe. I wasn't going. Bell there's bottoms? a, there's a lot of full on forties fifties vibe. There's a lot of people dressed up in military garb, but it's it's like being in the twilight zone, stepping back in time at a racetrack, and it's awesome. Everything's pre nineteen sixty five. 
the racing there. I mean, those guys are the people. Those drivers guys, are if crazier. you think Monterey Historics, right. Monterey Historics is parade racing. Yes. Yeah. Goodwood Revival. Those guys are throwing around Fucking 10, racing. 15, 20 million dollar cars and Harris ribbons. told me about Chris the Harris. Race. Yeah, about yeah, he the races racing there, there. Right? Yeah, people and he can. said there's there's a couple different kinds of people who race. There's like the uh, the guys who raced back in the day right. who are still alive. And they're and there's 80. like the rich guys, right. and then the there's guys races. like Chris who sort of get Hot like shoes. hired to, you know. But he said the guys who race back in the day are by far the most hardcore. Yeah, yeah. you know, they don't give an it's inch. Cool. Yeah, I mean, they're, they, they're they, sliding they, on grass, yeah. passing twenty four hours yeah. a small with like two people, you know, <laughs> on their yeah. team. It's like what? Yeah, <laughs> they they get some diet pills, a whiskey, and a one cup of water, and they're just like, let's go racing, hardcore stuff. Really cool. Exactly. But yeah, the Festival of Speed seems to have opened itself up to all the drift guys. You watch Vaughn getting drifting up the hill. Yeah. Ken Block there, you know, going up the hill. They seem trying to, to get that younger demo. There True. you go. The younger it's more demo. exciting to watch than just, hey, they ran a 112 yeah, yeah. up past the hay yeah. bales. You know, yeah. next up, who cares? Shredding tides going sideways. I mean, I like, I like seeing the cars go up the hill. That's a fun event. Right, but for it's sure. A, it's a it's good, such, but it's a such a short, like, that's why I like the Revival so much, because it's, it's the same, similar cars, longer duration. I think it's cool to see like the concept cars, like the future stuff, go up the hill too. That's kind of as, as like a. If I'm going to watch a web stream, I think mm -hmm. that's the one I want to watch. If that's I want to go in person, I want to go to the revival. You know what I mean? Revival does a good web, web broadcast. Do they? Though. Yeah. Does that like, mean you like, like to dress up? Is that what you're saying? You like I like to, to go up? in period. Fuck yeah, yeah. all day. Yeah, I could see you. My girlfriend, up. also named Hannah, would love oh, that shit. Well. She would be all about it, it's about doing something in costume. Yeah, you guys oh, yeah. can go have a what, picnic. What's the event on the beach that Jesse Combs did where oh, the steering wheel uh, came off? Yeah, the, the race, race of gentlemen. gentlemen. Yeah, yeah. Have you race done that gentlemen. one? No, I've never I done that one. I did it this year for the first did you? time. I loved it. Tell me everything it. about it. I drove three hours one way to get there. Was it the Pismo, it, the Pismo one or the Jersey one? It, Wildwood. Wildwood, oh, New Jersey. Nice. Amazing. Talk about access. You're literally just on the sand. There are no barriers to at all. To up the race of gentlemen. Race gentlemen. It's blows my mind. It's on the beach. The, on yeah. the beach, no barriers. Uh, it's a bunch of race of gentlemen, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. In Wildwood, New Jersey. Is it? Um, it's uh, all. It actually actual starts Friday. Oh, it starts on Friday, yeah. and they run the races through Sunday. They have a huge bonfire on the beach Friday night. Um, so how it's many cars epic. were, sh were racing at this? Who thing? knows? I don't know. <laughs> it's totally wild. It's there are no lanes. It's not. It's literally just you start yeah, on you a go. line on in the sand. They're trying to hit the highest top motorcycles speed and no. I mean it's just like a straightaway. It's What's it's the really unregulated. Year twenty nine or something. Something like that. Yeah. Like, I mean it's totally unregulated and wild. There's just cool. like they just run everything. I mean it's really like untouched in terms Sweet. of sponsors yeah. and regulations. It's super be. wild and cool. So is the East Coast version and West Coast the Pismo Beach one? Yeah, there's a Pismo yeah, okay. Beach one now. It's so, it's so worth the, going the to. The Wildwood one is the original. I have to go every year now. I Wait, mean, so it's, how long is the actual drag this, strip? I mean... It's like the size of this table, right? It's like Pretty <laughs> much. I mean, it's like maybe a half mile... Half a maybe mile would be super long. On the That's beach. pretty far. No, maybe, I think... At the longest point. It's... It's, it's short. It's small, it small right? Cool. Yeah. But I think a half mile is a straight. lot longer than you think it might be right now. And you could just half mile would be insanely long. I, I I was told it was like a hundred yards. No, it's longer than that. It is. It's way, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That That's belly tank, that belly tanker was awesome. Pull up that belly tanker. Yeah, look at that. That's hot. Those things, yeah. Those are literally land speed cars made out of uh, fuel tanks oh, I love from those. like those cool. bombers. 
That is yeah. pretty cool. They just took him off the plane, put a motor in a seat in him. When they leave him. around El Mirage. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. where they race these they things. They do that. Uh, what is this guy doing at the back end I'm of that to vehicle? That is, that a, is that a starter? That, is he helping a, to do a brake It's the brakes. It's the brakes. Yeah. He's breaking it. The, poor, the poorest person at the race of gentlemen, that's the brakes. <laughs> that's how you stop it? Hiring intern. Have special job. Yeah. <laughs> have you driven out of El Mirage? Fuck yeah, it's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. You, are, you yeah. must like it out there. Yeah. $15, drive as fast as yeah. you want. It's the greatest place. Did 185 in a Panamera Turbo S. Oh, you did? Here at Porsche. Yeah. 185. Yeah. You had, you had 3.2 miles. Yeah, the sections of it that are pretty rough as well. I yeah, guess you, you went go on the other way. You go yeah, out, so those. you go through the ticket booth, yeah. you drive to the far end, okay. you turn and come back okay. towards the ticket booth, and you have 3.2 miles. It's like two and a half with some shutdown. And you did what speed? 180? 186. Six. And it starts to get a little wavy, and that's when you really shut, gotta yeah. shut it down. Yeah, Is that yeah. the faster you've gone out there, and it's in a Panamera? That was the fastest. Yeah, we did like 180 in a CTSV. Mm-hmm. I'd like to try and go quicker. You could. I mean, you definitely. What's the fastest a, you've gone overall? 200. 210. What'd you do that in? I did in, in an Aventador back in the day, and then I did on an airstrip or something. No. On the road. <laughs> and then I did on the, the Venom GT. I did like 210. Um, that's about. The that was speed. airstrip. That's pretty insane. That was on a runway. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty insane. The Venom GT I did 210 with no roof, which was that's fucking really awesome. That was really, that's real scary. <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah, a good ride. That's serious. And I, I had imagine. a helmet on, but I had a hoodie okay. under the, oh, So it was flapping Hoodies up. flapping like, around. Oh, my God. That, that, was, yeah. that car was moment. shockingly stable at speed, though. We had John Hennessy on last week. That car was so fun. I mean, that's. Where a, are they based out of? Texas? Texas, Houston, yeah. Is he a nice guy? Yes. Yeah. The, the, that car, I've never been so scared in a car. Uh, it was, what was so scary about it? It's 1,300 horsepower. Yeah. It weighs like 2,700 pounds. I mean, it's cra- it pulls in fifth like you know a GTR pulls in first. But it was so it. visceral, too, because manual transmission, yeah. V8 noise, open top, Turbo like, noise. all those things combined. What does it rev you know? to? Seven and okay. change. I mean, it's it's a, it was 1,300 horsepower twin turbo LSX. Uh, it shoots a consistent flame. You're like all about this. the flames I'm hearing today. Cars that shoot fire are better than cars that don't shoot fire. Hellfire. It's fun. Um, it's it was just. How do you see the so flame fun. when you're driving? You don't, but the video okay. camera. Oh, all the video. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you get that guy from the the, the brakes. He okay. Has to stand in the back all and right. tell you. There's always video. Just that I, that car was so fast it fucked me up for like six months. Everything for, just seemed everything like going backwards. Everything seemed really slow after that right. for, for a long time. It hasn't happened. Speed's then. deceptive, right? You know, like some of these new cars I've been driving, you go, how fast do you think you're going? And it feels like you're doing 70. You go, oh, oh that's 110. Yeah, yeah. The 488 is like that. You can go very, very fast and not really. How fast are you going in the 488? I don't know. Fast. Fast? Okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't remember exactly, but it was, there's was a big number somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I had that thing for a week. There was a big number somewhere. It's kind of like the old saying, you know, like new cars are, I think, insulated in the sense. You know, you do 100 in an old Porsche that's short wheelbase car that's rattling around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Feels like you're doing about 160 in your yeah. 488 or whatever it is. My old know. Mustang feels real fast. Yeah. It ain't. <laughs> it just moves around a lot, right? A Mi- 100 in a Miata feels real quick because you're right, like so you're low. Right, like 200 in a Venom or something. Yeah. Yeah. We're doing a YouTuber project car challenge what is that uh, it's where me and my friend rob ferretti and this guy rob dom and uh, this dude david patterson who's like that dude in blue on youtube um we're bringing our project cars to vegas and having a race if you'd like to join us, Vegas. if you'd like to come out and bring 277 to Las Vegas. Seems like a SEMA type of thing. Though. No, no, no. It's just us. Okay. There's no other people. It's only it's only us. No, Vegas or Spring Mountain? We're, no, we're, we're going to do Spring Mountain. Now we're doing that uh, that Speed Vegas track. What's Speed Vegas? 
It's, a, it's like an exotic car okay. driving experience, but okay. they've got like a, ra- a circuit. They have a very long straightaway. It has a very long straightaway. Compared to other rental areas, yes. Yeah. Is yeah. that the one Top Gear is using? It's the one. Next well, to the 15? It's the one where someone died last year. Okay. It's that one. All right, that one. Someone had a bad So it's near the 15, there. right? It's near yep. the freeway. Yeah, I've heard about it's that It's the one yeah. right off the freeway. Got it, got yeah. it, yeah. I don't... When you're leaving Las Vegas. Exactly. Like Nicky Cage with the yes. Cheryl Crow song, right? Mm-hmm. Last chance to Last blow chance. all your money. Yeah, right yeah, yeah. Um, So, I don't know, if you want to come for a race... Sounds we're, exciting. We're going to bring some cars out to be fun. I will be in Vegas at SEMA, so that's always kind of a fun thing. Are you doing a thing? Just a SEMA show. Just chilling? No, I'll be there, I think, with Mobile One. I've done that two, three times. Are you representing? I don't know if I'm representing. Mobile One has me come out and bring a car there. I stick it in the booth, and it's just another beard convention. This will be the uh, LVBC, the Las Vegas beard convention. Are you, uh, Hannah, are you a SEMA attendee? No, I've never, never gone to SEMA. Never? Never. It's a lowbrow event. Honestly, yeah. I've never been to Vegas. Do you want to walk off? Never. Never been to Las Vegas? Nope. Sorry? It is walking through the internet. Yeah. It's it's every automotive thing on it's yeah. there's TV screens on shocks on trucks. Why? Yeah. Yeah. And then there's yeah. a bunch of angry dudes because it's mostly dudes that are you know commenting like I know how to build a better F1 car than this thing. Mm-hmm. It's hilarious. It's great. It sounds I'm like much it. more interested in how a woman such as yourself has managed to avoid Las Vegas. I it's a thing. As an I automotive guess. journalist, never never that's been crazy. Yep. You have it's to go. Thing. I'm not sure it's my scene. This is the first time for everything, right? Yeah, you, well, you have to. It's nobody's, first off. If it's your scene, <laughs> you <laughs> got a real, If Vegas is your scene, you I'm got not, a real problem. Yeah, I'm not sure Vegas it's my scene. Vegas is nobody's scene. What, what can it offer me? What can it offer you? Yeah. What do you That like? I don't have. What are you into? That you don't have? Well, that's a loaded question. <laughs> I, I don't know what you have, but do you like... I have everything. I do you have everything? I mean, if you want to shoot a machine gun out of a backhoe... I can Vegas do that in California. I've done that in California. All right. In Palm Springs. I mean, okay, there you go. You make a good point. What does Vegas have? It has really good food. So does New York. on and off the strip. Yeah, so does New York. <laughs> so did the so does New York. The so, I mean, look, <laughs> like, I will go toe-to-toe with you right now. I understand the so does New York game is a real New York thing to do. <laughs> I, mean, I grew up there, I so I know the so do. I can bring it. I can fucking, I can whittle that bitch right down. <laughs> I live in Venice, right over here, and I can, I, like I can so does Venice, I, if you want to play that. I like Because I don't like Venice so leaving nice. my little circle. Of course. Yeah. Venice so is we can, beautiful. But Las Vegas. New York has great driving roads, especially <laughs> oh, in the city. Yeah, okay, yeah. that's fair. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's actually fair. You can get up to 8,000 feet in New York. Right? That's, a re- <laughs> that's a very get 800 fair RPMs. Yeah. New York, that's why I love coming to LA. Love New York has good driving roads if you go north. It does. Go I mean, off 684. Past Bear Mountain, yeah. out in Dutchess County. Yeah. But you really have to work for it. Yeah, You're yeah, right. I mean, I, in terms of driving, I'm sure Vegas is amazing. I no, love it's, <laughs> Vegas is not. Okay. I, you know what's funny? I don't even know why I'm defending Vegas because I fucking hate Las Vegas for the most part. I'm not but hating I think on you it. Should, I'm just I saying I've never been. Go. It's a, it's I don't a have thing a, to go to once. You, it's ridiculous. If somebody gave me a compelling reason to go, I would go. I just oh, I don't think you should. You should. Tom Jones. Tom Jones would be a compelling. You don't want to go on vacation there. The shows no. are awesome. Vinny Favorito yeah, well, with the flamingo, yeah. the best. That's, Tom like Jones, it. I think. I mean, if you want to see pirates fight next door to the Eiffel Tower, exactly. Pretty good. I will say, you can't do that in New York. Can't do that anywhere. If there's a band you like or something, they all the you know all the best bands, whatever. They they stop in Vegas at a certain point, so it's a good excuse to go see a show or something. Elton John, Wayne Newton on life support there, on stage somehow. So does New York. So does Tokyo. So does Tokyo. What? Yeah. Well, have what? I said they have great Asian food in Vegas, off the strip. Uh, yeah, I'd say that. That too. worries me a little bit. What? I don't know Asian if I want to eat. 
fish inland. I'd rather eat it close uh, to the source. Close I, I, to the yeah, source. I didn't mean. I meant more like uh, noodles, like Vietnamese oh, okay, and Thai. Oh, so we're not talking sushi. I did not mean sushi. Although okay. you can get good sushi in Vegas, but that's not. Vegas All right, so we haven't right? sold you on Vegas. It seems no, but just hilarious. Keep trying. I'm open to it. I mean, but you gotta really. You should go to SEMA. That's at a. You should. That's a thing. If you've never been, you know, you'll find something to write about. Everything from Ford Motor Company is how I describe SEMA. You'll find something Mm -hmm. to write about at SEMA. What would you write about at SEMA for Bloomberg? Oh, what does Bloomberg's audience care about? How to short the market on the supercharger? (laughs) 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 Sorting the sorting the coilover market. Pitch me on a story idea. Because Bloomberg, what does Bloomberg? What do their readers really care about at Bloomberg? Aftermarket products, right? Come do on. they? No. I don't no, know. Do you I think, think I read you know. Bloomberg? Come on. Do they care about, uh, I don't know. They, they, a lot of companies show concept cars. You could go see a, a, a concept see car, from, car from an OEM. Where a lot of custom work gets, is, is displayed yeah, there, like you know, really high-level stuff. You could do a lot of that. Yeah, Made in America. Yeah, Made in America. You could do a story on Handmade. things that are being made in America. Oh, yeah, for sure. American innovation. America. Right? Mm-hmm. American carbon fiber industry, mm-hmm. stuff like that. That could be a thing, right? High or how, the, how the Chinese are taking over the tire game. They are. The Chinese tire section of SEMA is fucking crazy. It is big. That that's, big. that's a whole other yeah. weird thing. Every year, people's booths at SEMA get raided because they're ripping off someone who's got a booth like right over there. That's true. There's like legit copyright infringement that happens. That happens. Like, no, 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 no Booths get shut yeah. down because someone will walk into the... the those other areas and be like that's my intake manifold and it's like oh that's <laughs> yeah. their fucking in- and then they get shut down yeah wow. that Unreal. happens a couple times a year okay um, Good the parties are espionage yeah. the parties Intrigue. at least have a, the Seema. potential to be fun sometimes they're fun uh this is such a spectacle it's, it's a, so it is a, and it's a spectacle yeah you're gonna go to like vegas it. 48 hours 72 max yeah, you, you can go to exactly. like the most expensive club where down down there people are spending five grand on bottle service but up here there's a bunch of guys in bowling shirts <laughs> that say you know peak performance that or whatever it is terrifying. and it's just that's a funny <laughs> juxtaposition that terrifying it's <laughs> awesome vegas baby vegas right yeah it's, it's pretty awesome there. It is good once, though. You really should go to SEMA once. I went to CES this year for the first time. Okay. Is that How the Consumer Electronics? Even more That's bigger than male SEMA. than, than yeah. SEMA and even nerdier. And uh, we learned that not everything needs to be smart. I don't need fucking smart socks. Yeah, how do they work? I don't know, the, but they they exist. They're they Bluetooth to your phone. And whatever. Everything <laughs> time is, to wash everything them. is yeah. smart. And I just know when they're crunchy, that's generally time to wash them, right? <laughs> monitor your body's heat signature to tell you when yeah. you're too hot. So I just yeah. go like this. That so generally tells when I'm too hot. To CES? Like, was it worth I don't it know if I'll you? go back to CES. I, no, I didn't think it was worth it. I went out of curiosity because my girlfriend's in the industry, so she goes every year. But uh, What does your girlfriend do? Let's talk Mattel. About she works at Mattel. Oh, she does? What does yeah. she do then? She's uh, uh, in charge of consumer global insights. What does Basically that mean? like consumer market global? research, but people, not data. Okay. So focus groups and stuff like that. And uh, she has worked on these products. Well, you know, Hot Wheels celebrating its 50th I'm anniversary. I'm so fucking jealous. Can we get my Mustang in a Hot Wheels? Can we do I'm that? sure you can. Can you make it like one of your off-branded? How's that um, not happened already? The Matt I don't Farrow. Know. You mean the black one, right? I don't know. if I, I love you, but if my car had your name on it, I'd have to kill myself. It'd be the Matt Farrah car. <laughs> Why would my name be on your oh, car? Right. Can, you, can I get my name on it? That would of be good. Of course you can, yes. yeah. The Matt Farrah edition. Let's talk about that. Yeah, let's make that happen. All you guys out there at Mattel Hot Wheels, give Matt a call. 
Smoking tie. Hug it up. Hug it up. Mattel. Uh, Hannah. Let's make it happen. Smoking tie. You have the most inside trade possible. I don't. We don't need to publicly. I can just be like, baby, baby. Yeah. Please. What's going on there? Then she'd laugh. You gotta watch nicely. Go back to bed. Well, on that note. Um. So. The book okay. is on Amazon. Amazon.com. Don't, don't slow you down. It's got photos. Where can we read your columns at Bloomberg? Is there a subsection of Bloomberg? Google Hannah Elliott. Hannah uh, Elliott Pursuits. The pursuits? Pursuit, yes. The pursuits means luxury. So yeah, Bloomberg the, You have the pursuits. luxury columns? It's all yeah. about luxury. Oh, what a yeah. racket you have, my friend. Do you do yeah. jets and shit too? No, I, I, I really don't. I'm not interested in jets or boats. It's Just cars? Cars, mostly. Need for culture. speed. Do yeah. they need someone to write about jets or boats? <laughs> Is that you? Let's, yeah, let's I take this on, combo you experience? You know what? I can, I, having done cars for so long, I can get on this jet game. Jet game? No problem. Yeah. I get, get pitched on a lot of jets. Really? Yeah. What does a They're, pitch look like for a jet? Uh, let me take you on my private jet. Oh, and that's, like, that's, I don't well, think that's no, a I, mile high. Not, not mile high club. No, like, I'm start, I'm, you know, I'm starting this jet club. Why don't I, you know, come, come try it out and see what the club's like really? type of thing. Yeah. Wow. Mile high. For like a jet yeah. timesharing kind yeah. of thing? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everybody needs one, right? Timeshare jet. I mean, look, if you got it, if you got it, it's... It's you could delightful. take that down on the festival this weekend, right? You've been on PJ at least once, right? No. Nope. Never? Never done it. Somebody hook Magnus up. Never done it. You see, you seem like the kind of person who would have the right friends who could hook that up. No. I mean, never done it. Maybe the second book. Second book, yeah. The <laughs> sequel. Working on the sequel. Friends in high places. I've been fortunate enough a couple of times, and you don't. You, it's hard to go back. It's kind of like when here. someone flies your business class, and you got all that leg room on a long mm-hmm. flight. It's that. Like to Australia. It's that times a fucking yeah, thousand, my friend. It is that on some other some other level. Yeah. Sounds exciting. And that's how we finish on a relatable level. Exactly. <laughs> Everyone relates to that, right? Yeah. You Not really must fly private. That's how I got here today to the office. Exactly. And if not, I mean, Flying. you must be the, the private jet columnist at Bloomberg. Yeah. That's what I'm fucking talking about. That is about. so not me. That no? Is a, no. No. Who is so the private yeah. jet columnist? You know what? There's no one. I think we have an opening. Fuck off. There you we go. Do, but yes. We do have an opening. Talk to me. Talk to me. I make a review. Make you exit deal, my friend. Great, 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 great. No, that's awesome. Next time you're in town, come back and hang out with us. Thank you. I'd love to. Social media. Do you want to plug it? Yeah, sure. Hannah Elliott XO on Instagram and Hannah Elliott on Twitter. Two L's, two T's, two N's, two H's. Wait, wait, wait. Two N's, two H's. Yes. Two L's, two T's. Two of everything. That's got to be fun on the phone. Do you have to do that? Is that your go-to every time? Sometimes. Yeah, yeah, two of everything. I do F is in Frank. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. That's my go-to. That's good, too. Yeah, that's a lot of army calls. Awesome. Good that's show, it. gents. Great yeah. show. I'm going to Grid Life. Love uh, new technology. Grid Life sounds yeah. awesome. Your inspiration has gotten us it worked out great. a staff member and a, yeah. and a rig. You guys and are very efficient. Pretty soon, we'll be able to make them work properly. Just, <laughs> yeah. That and a Sorry, cup Tim. of coffee will be Not awesome. But I'll come back anytime. Oh. That. Yeah, that's oh, the next thing. Coffee maker. Working coffee. <laughs> Working coffee on the smoking tire. Oh, thanks for coming in, Magnus. Hey, my it's always pleasure. good to see you, sir. Thanks for the I invite. Appreciate it. Likewise. And Hannah, you have an open invite. Thank next you. Time you're so in town. Kind. Go to it's Vegas. Really Go to SEMA. You'll enjoy yourself. I'll take thanks, your guys. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Thanks, kids. Go to ATL to hang with Ludacris. Ludacris. The ATL. Smoke- <laughs> yo, yo, yo. Until then, the Smoking Tire Podcast is powered by Shout Engine. Get your own damn podcast at shoutengine.com. You just need good guests. Good coffee. We don't have that yet. One out of two ain't bad. Something to say, an internet connection, and then go to Shout Engine and get yourself a podcast. See you guys next week. Get out and talk podcast.